Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 59 of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Halberton, and who are the... In- I got nothing. Who's with me tonight? Uh, Steph and JD, because I got nothing either. Uh, 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 I got nothing, Stuart Hughes. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> <laughs> and our special guest? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Did we lose him? Okay. We have a special we guest. We're having technical difficulties. Let's do some when he's he popped back in. Steph said, uh, God, she just said Ace of Spades. Damn it. <laughs> the Ace of Spades. The Ace of Spades. No idea what you're talking about. It's a song. It's a card <laughs> deck also. Yeah. It's a suit. That's what I mean. <laughs> okay. So first, uh, Stefan, you want to introduce what lovely game you picked out for us tonight? This has been a really weird opening. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's going as planned. Yep, uh, we are all on it today. Um, it's the theme. <laughs> it's a little mad in here, isn't it? Yeah, I'm, I'm going a little mad here. Uh, no, we were playing oh, American McGee's Alice, which came out in 2000. I think it was published by EA. Yeah, and it was developed by Rogue Entertainment. And it came out on a bunch of platforms. But we played it all on PC. <laughs> yes. It's also like Which... the only like real rogue entertainment game aside from some Quake Two. <laughs> I guess they did they did Quake Two. Oh, Which... oh yeah, yeah. We should mention that that American McGee is best known for coming out of ID when he did um, Doom Two. I think he worked on Final Doom and then both of the Quake games, maybe uh, before I... he got fed up and left. I believe so. Yeah. Oh, and uh, and uh, oh, can y'all hear us? Oh, there we go. There we oh, go. yeah, there I am. Okay, I was. It, it, it was like it was being weird for a second. Hey, guys. <laughs> it's Skype. Whoa, That's that was Skype goes. very and weird. And our intro. special guest. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> it is Cody Swampborn of the House Laveau Professional Rhino Wrangler, Warden of the Riverlands, Bender of Limbs, Winter Soldier, Gentleman Adventurer, Former Handsomest Man, Breaker of Hearts, Treasure Hunter, Friend to Every Single Animal, Father of Grovers, Yes, the Cajun Crippler, the Mississippi Miracle, the Acadian Nightmare, the one and only <laughs> Cody Laveau. What's going on, guys? It was worth it. Then. It was that worth it. Nice. Thank you very much. Yeah. Can, I, can I ask a quick question here? Okay. No, okay. No I just realized, Stefan, your mm-hmm. your name is, is Stefan, JD. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was. Okay. I've, I've been listening for like uh, weeks and weeks and months, and I thought your name was Stefan. JD, so oh, named man. for being a generous uh, and thorough lover. I thought it was Stefan JD. I'm definitely going to start calling uh, so him this that. this is brand new. I'm glad <laughs> we cleared that up because I was actually also confused. I kept thinking it was Stefan too. Yeah. Stefan JD, ladies, just saying, throw that out there, man. Make it work for you. Which usually <laughs> translates to Stefan of the cat. <laughs> All right. You do know there's more than one way to skin a cat, as they say in this game. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. JD backwards is DJ Neffet. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> what episode was that from? That was for... so long ago. <laughs> I didn't write down our little our, our stupid jokes when that happens. I got nothing. Mm. We're still waiting for somebody else to make a wiki because we're too lazy. <laughs> I am. I'm waiting for someone to do it. Uh, my name backwards is Trouts, which sucks. <laughs> I have no idea what mine is. All right, but I, one I, quick I, thing I, that I do want to point out. If you do want to play this game after listening to this episode, or even before you listen to this episode, there is no way to play this game on PC right now, <laughs> unless yeah, you really go and tricky. buy a copy from eBay. Mm-hmm. So it, 
the only way to legally get this game right now, if you didn't have it and don't want to go to eBay, you have to buy a copy of Alice Madness Returns for PS3 or 360. Good luck with that one. Find it, then <laughs> on a 360 or PS3, download the old Alice game. That's the only way to play it without buying off eBay for an old PC copy with the CDs. Yep. Damn, I this, didn't play yep. that way. This I game is like the unofficial sequel to Alice. For anyone who's curious, this is just what happens after that story. That and the Looking Glass, I should say, because <laughs> there are two no, separate stories. Glass. Oh, another story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's the sequel to Alice in the Wonderland. Alice and sure. Alice in Wonderland. Mm-hmm. Alice oh. and the Wonderland. <laughs> and there will be spoilers because that's what we do. So <laughs> also uh... for 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 what a twenty year old game now. Yes, for yeah. Alice in hey, Wonderland. Someone... Yeah. Somebody got upset with me when I spoiled Final Fantasy IV that Palom and Prom turned into stone at one point in the game. The guy's like, man, I just got there. And I'm like, this game came out when I was like six. I think it's okay. I got into an argument with somebody well, because I spoiled Star Wars for them. Not the new Star Wars. The original so like Star Wars. like 77, 78 one or whatever yeah. that came out? Wow. And they were like, some people just don't have time to watch movies. I'm like, look, it's been like 50 fucking years. Like, <laughs> Shut up. Like, it's it's been two no, hours. Exactly. 50 years. <laughs> You've got other issues. Oh, and uh, Alice Carroll wrote this book in 1865. So you've had uh, <laughs> since yeah. the end of the Civil War to read the book. So yeah. if, if we spoil yeah. that, yeah. I have a question about uh, about this game's story. Did Do you think there's a chance that perhaps Zachary Snyder maybe played this game at some point in his life? Oh, I know what you're referring <laughs> to. Sucker Punch? Yep. Sucker Punch. I can't, I can't get tired by playing this game. I was like, <laughs> this is like one of the only Zack Snyder movies that people like genuinely love. <laughs> I'm pretty like sure it's that, all that, stolen that, from that this film. game. Yeah. <laughs> Sucker punch. I tried, like, I thought, okay, I'm going to like this because, you know, it's just that kind of movie. And I, I made it through an hour and I'm like, okay, even I can't do this. Like, this is just god awful. So <laughs> I, li- I genuinely like some parts of Sucker Punch, but I like it a little if... bit less now that I've played American Mickey's Alice because I'm like, Zack Snyder just fucking stole everything. It's like a CGI orgy. That's all he knows Pretty how much. to do. <laughs> yeah. But if, but that's the good thing about. Supper, uh, a sucker punch is that if you made your own sort of cut of that with just the weird fantasy steampunk zombie dragon thing, like if you just did those, it's like eight minutes of a really of, of just really solid filmmaking. Yeah, just so, a fantastically interesting world, and then people start yes, acting for for about eight minutes of like a ninety minute movie. So yeah, yeah. just so don't that, so that so that's the real Snyder cut right there. Don't watch that really movie. Short. Just play this game. Do that. Do that. <laughs> Actually, that's a much better. Movie. Yeah, they should like <laughs> make. Uh, they should start making like unsnydered cuts. <laughs> just they take out all of his influence in the film. <laughs> they already did that. It's called Justice League. Oh okay. Oh, which was uh, that's true. Which yeah, explains a lot. Burn. <laughs> and that movie's movie okay. <laughs> So, speaking of Alice, like this is actually a kind of a direct sequel then to the books, right? What we were yeah. saying? Yeah, so okay. she basically what happened is she's orphaned because her family died in a fire in their house, which apparently somehow she survived, and she's now in Rutledge, Rutledge Asylum in London. It's very and, uh Lemony Snicket. Yeah, and she, it's still 1874 and she's been there for 10 years, so she's like I think she's close to 18 now or something. And she starts showing signs of recovery because she like had PTSD to see her family burn. So yeah, she she's coming that. back out of it. 
That's She's not even pretty a terrible. Catatonic, a catatonic state. Yep. Plus, asylums in the 1800s would have been fucking awful. <laughs> I mean, asylums now aren't that great. Yeah, I mean, it's not great. No. <laughs> Anything. Yeah. It's pretty much like, well, we've tried lobotomizing her, and that didn't work, so. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll just let her live here forever until she dies, and then somebody 40 years later can come in and make a ghost story about it. Ah, uh, the good old days. <laughs> well, I hate when people use that phrase. <laughs> when they mean it. Like, I know you don't mean it. I hate when people actually mean it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the, well, that's, yeah. I, when I'm talking about ghost hunters, I absolutely mean the good old days. <laughs> Look, 2010 to 2011 was a fantastic year. Right? Yeah. Uh, um, I, I, I had... Okay, this this one this I want to say it's off top, but I'm gonna say this anyway. I had a so I had a guy come in, he was probably like 16, and we were talking, and he's like, "Man, I, I wish we would have days where people all didn't have a phone. Everyone's just looking at their phone." I'm like, "Buddy, you don't want them. You don't know. Like, I was there. These are better days. Like it's better. You don't you don't know what you're talking about. Instead, you were drawing in a notebook, ignoring people. Like, no, this yeah. is better. Back then, you had to have like uh, inner thoughts and think about yourself and your feelings. Nobody wants that. I mean, I just wrote a book. That's what I ended up doing, which I don't have now. Like, yeah, people need to get off their phones and talk to each other. It's like, what the fuck do you think I'm doing on my phone? I'm talking to people (laughs) that I like. I'm not talking to you, random guy. All that says to me is like, I wish people would still talk to each other. It just means that nobody wants to talk to you. You're upset that people are in a situation where they no longer are forced to talk to you on the bus. That's all that if people didn't have like like I mean didn't all of us just listen to like Walkmans and and like play Game Boy Color back then anyway yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just do. it's just putting it all into one thing you know all people were doing were playing with Digimon and raising Pokemon <laughs> there's no difference that was pretty much me yeah yeah um, before, I, look, before I had a phone all I would do is I would get lost in the woods and get bit by a snake and then have to come back. All right? <laughs> <laughs> it was not better. Uh, did you actually get bitten by a snake at some point? I haven't bitten by a couple snakes. <laughs> I have two. Oh my god! I None don't. Of them I don't meet, meet Oh well, that's okay. Well, well, that's very good. That's awesome. Yeah, that's partly kind of your job description, too, isn't it, Cody? We're yeah. Well, this snake, was official. Uh, snake this is fighter. back when I was well a snake. Yes, I am a uh, semi-pro snake fighter. But okay. uh, this is very early in my animal uh, career, and I thought I I was being a hot shot and i just picked up a copperhead by its tail and it just jumped back up and got me right on the left arm <laughs> yeah oh, they yeah. could totally uh, do that <laughs> yep uh it turns out that they are not like rattlesnakes where uh where uh as long as the front part of them is uh hitting the ground they uh, other they won't coil up as quickly and copperheads apparently will just swing right back up at you and i did not get the <laughs> memo for that so yeah, that's why everybody in virginia owns two shovels you own a shovel for digging and you own a shovel for killing snakes <laughs> oh. oh i still <laughs> I, I still kill snakes i've killed i've killed so many fucking cottonmouths <laughs> oh cottonmouths are wicked Dude, they are they, they, they are a nasty snake for sure they're awful and they get goddamn mm-hmm. huge and they play dead <laughs> too they're assholes they play dead they're like <laughs> like if they see you they roll over so that way you think they're dead and you're like oh i gotta go like chuck this thing in the woods and then you get anywhere near them and they flip back over and try to bite you <laughs> so i take is... the shovel just goes in the head huh you're like we're yeah, not even playing this game <laughs> but <laughs> okay. you still gotta watch the head because because pit vipers can still strike even when their heads are cut off yeah <laughs> thematically like, it's very similar to this spots. game yeah uh-huh. actually yes this, this, yeah. you can totally put that into alice uh, so this game just starts off just just fucked up like you're coming back to wonderland wonderland right yeah after Mm. all these years and she's since she's went kind of psycho 
and the fire and she's not okay anymore. So everything is just fucked up. Like the whole world is a, I mean, this game was really fucking dark. Like I, I'm not big into horror games as many people know who listen to this podcast. And I was like, Oh, I mean, this is one, this is one messed up game. Well, do you, I mean, cause I was wondering this the entire time. Do, are you in wonderland? Or are you in Alice's mind? Is one well, is Wonderland th- real? I'm pretty sure Wonderland is her Same mind. Thing. Like it's okay. the way she corrects things. Like she's correcting her sanity through going to Wonderland. Is what it is. I think. Yeah. 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 Because the original book, she actually was going. I mean, like it's you could kind of read it as like it's all mental, but it is actually her going to Wonderland. Because mm-hmm. she is okay. mad. <laughs> I mean, this is kind of psych. I mean, I would say this is more psychosis in a sense. Oh, and for those that don't know, this game <laughs> is a platformer action game. Let's say, right? Why I mean, not? you can jump around. You you get action adventure platform hack and slash. I wouldn't really consider hack and slash, but that's what the genres it fits. So you can <laughs> move around with the keyboard or controller. You aim with a mouse, and you can use different weapons. You get a variety of weapons. You can jump, and this game loves platforming. Yeah, that about sums it up. Yeah, it seems right. Very much like uh, heavy metal. If y'all if y'all played that that game, I, I I think it was even made on the same engine as that. So it has a very similar feel. If you played that game, like in '98, uh, totally for the for the uh, for the plot and not the giant uh, tits of the main character in heavy metal. But uh, but that game was really rad, and and I think Alice was sort of based off of that, as, mm-hmm. and, and at at least with the uh, design of it. Did 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 any of y'all play that, or am I just spitting at you here i think i played it back in the day but i don't really remember much of it it was a weird game (laughs) yeah it was and so i think that these two are sort of kindred spirits type of games uh if if it was a double feature i i I think that would be like a good one and two because that Mm -hmm. definitely when when i when i replayed it i instantly thought back to playing heavy metal like back in 98 99 something like that yeah yep I actually, this is the first game that I got a ROM of back in the day on an actual CD. Wow. And uh, it even had a file on there that said extra. And I was like, what's extra? Like extra stuff for the game? And I clicked it. And apparently my friend had also stashed all his porn on there, too. (laughs) (laughs) So I got a little extra with this game when I played it back in the day. I have a fun bit of of trivia about Lewis Carroll um, that people might not know, which I was thinking about I, I didn't remember it until i started playing this game and started thinking about alice in wonderland because i quite like alice in wonderland and there's a fantastic story about how queen victoria also really loved alice in wonderland and for those who don't know lewis carroll kind of like wrote these books there's a lot of like theories as to why he wrote alice in wonderland because he is mostly known as a mathematician <laughs> like okay. one of the things he did was he wrote this book and queen victoria fell in love with it and she said um she said something along the lines of like dedicate your next book to me. And so he sent her a copy of his next book. In the front it says like to Queen Victoria and the name of the book was An Elementary Treatise on Determinants. It was all about mathematical <laughs> formulas. <laughs> oh, I so wow. love this world. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Wasn't Lewis Carroll the Narnia guy? No, I'm no. thinking of uh-uh. C.S. Lewis. That's C.S. Wow. Lewis. Okay. I'm tired. What can I say? Different actually I have, to, absurdist. I have to bring also, back. Can uh, you take over? Okay. Can you take over what he says to the, the empty void? <laughs> <laughs> uh, C.S. Lewis was also not a uh, mainly a... I want to say he wasn't mainly a writer. He was like a theologian, I think. A lot, a lot of, of famous writers were um, known for being yeah. writers. 
Yeah, I think C.S. Lewis was also a juggalo, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah, sure. Let's let's say <laughs> <Yeah>. that too. <laughs> Story checks out there. Yeah, the guy who wrote uh, Christopher and, Robin, huge yep. fucking, huge, juggalo. huge fucking juggalo. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even remember the name of the guy who wrote Christopher Robin. Now they just made a movie about him. Ooh, he has like a proper name too. Yeah, because <laughs> Christopher Robin was the name of his son. Or Robin was the name of his son, like his nickname. A.A. A. A. Milne? Yeah, Al- Alan Milne. Yeah, yeah I just totally Googled that. But yeah, A.A. A. Milne. Yeah. But yes, very, very proper British name. Mm-hmm. All good books if you want to read like <laughs> like novels from the 1860s. Then yeah. anyway, back to Alice. <laughs> yeah, I think a uh, yeah. proper misconception about Lewis Carroll is that he took lsd but lsd wasn't created yet so i don't know why people always say that right. <laughs> i think just because the book is so absurd but yeah i want to say he wrote the books as there's a lot of theories on it one of my favorites is he wrote them as like a uh essentially like as a mocking prank on people where he was like like i'll show you how absurd you like you are i'll write the most absurd book ever and i'll like make it about you yeah it really doesn't make any sense no <laughs> I never read the book and probably never will. So you never read Alice. In Wonderland? <laughs> well, you, you know the story of Alice in Wonderland, though. Everybody yeah, I've does. seen the movie. I think it's impossible to not know it. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I spoiled Final Fantasy IV for somebody, so you know everything's possible. Yeah, but <laughs> Alice in Wonderland is a little <laughs> bit more invasive to society. <laughs> <sighs> but all the uh, all the classic Alice in Wonderland characters show up in this, which is certainly fun. I actually really like sort that. of. Uh, <laughs> no, they're. I mean, they're all in there. Even the characters. I mean, they from, show from, up. Demonic versions of them. Uh, yeah, it's the it's the Silent Hill of Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> that is a really good <laughs> way to describe this game. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty solid. I yeah, like all it. all the elements are there. They're all just wrong. I mean, I had been interested in playing this game for well over a decade, but I never would have done it. But now <laughs> I did. But I mean, I've always wanted to. Like, this is. I mean, just for something. I mean, like, I've heard of this game, and I mean, seeing all the weird shit that's in it has always had my attention. Mm-hmm. Like. Everything is weird. Like even I can't even remember the beginning enemies. I want with all the all, like when you kill one of the card soldiers that are throughout the game all over the place. I mean, I normally shot them with a car, with the card weapon that you get, but if you hit them with a knife, you just cut off their head or cut off their body and just blood comes splurting. Oh yeah, out. you mm-hmm. straight up cut them in yeah. half. Like I was about to say, Princess Mona. Okay, it's not hell, but that only happens like once in that movie. <laughs> it happens a lot <laughs> in this game. Yeah. Straight up go berserk on their asses. <laughs> You can go berserk in this game and you yep. get that little red bottle, which did nothing for me ever. Like, it really didn't. Yeah, help. that was. Yeah, uh, I never seemed to pick up that bottle, like, at the right time. Was that, I, was that anybody else? I picked oh, it I up a couple of times, yeah, but I was too. like, I don't know. I'm like, I'm surely I am stronger, but I don't understand how, really. Yeah, it was very, very much in the vein of doom, I would say. It just and, didn't last a little bit longer. Yeah. Like, communicate what it did a little bit better. Yeah, I want to say like every placement of it, I would get it and then I would try to go kill things, but nothing was around. It's like the exact worst place. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I always got it at the wrong time. I was like hunting around. I might find one enemy that I could have killed anyway and then just poof. <laughs> I, mean, like, I play it on easy, so it never felt overly hard. It never felt in a in a sense of like where I was being really overwhelmed with the game for the most part, mm-hmm. which was yeah, nice. I, <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed that. God, and yeah. if this game didn't have quick saving, I never would have seen the end. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the same system's actually not too bad. Just No, it's not bad at all. I it's had nice, 30 nice pages. Nice little quick save, quick load. 
Mm. I'll right back. Is there a button that did it? Yes. F. Oh yeah. God! It's I did escape. Save. One and F four. I think. Mm-hmm. Why don't we talk ahead of time? Uh, because then we miss out on, on little bits like this where one of us doesn't know how to play the game. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that happened. I, I hit save, load, exit. I mean, I would have be. I would have. I, I I lost twenty minutes of time probably based on that. I saved like thirty-one pages, thirty-two pages worth of saves. I can't wait till we wow. get to an episode where Mike's like, "You can reload." <laughs> I no idea. I that far. <laughs> well, speaking of dumb things, like when I play Resident Evil Four, I didn't know you could break the break the barrels until after I beat the game. So, oh my god, how? Yeah. How did you beat? I don't you know. You missed so know. much ammo. How did you even oh. get through that? I, I don't know. I had a hard time the first time, but Mike accidentally we'll talk about that played Resident Evil like we play Resident Evil stuff. <laughs> I'm sorry, stop it. it. Stuffing. I'll start calling him stuffing. stuffing. Oh, but what I do want to say, like with this game, is I mean, is everything about this game, like as you progress through, they give you a little world map that kind of shows you as the game is progressing. Like yeah. everything is messed up. Everything is dark and crooked and terrifying. Like it, it feels very hostile. Mm-hmm. I really like yeah. the way. Job. I, I wasn't expecting to like so much of this game aesthetically, but I fucking love that little like map they show you. That is like one of the oh. greatest things ever to come out of this game, out of it's, anything. <laughs> it's such a great like depiction of where you are, where it's just it's an empty void, and it's just like clicking in extra map bits as you go on. Mm-hmm. Like the whole thing is she's trying to get. Like, isn't she trying to like? Get, I know at one point for the the first part of the game, she's trying to get the potion to shrink down for some reason. I forget why. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. the whole thing is you've got to you you've got to kill the queen, even though the queen is already dead. You come back and everything's ruined. And the Cheshire Cat, who is like your your like sage character that tells you what to do, is like, "Well, the, the queen again. I thought I've already done that." She's like, "Nope, you got to do it again." <laughs> He is one <laughs> fucked up character in this thing. Like I, I do. Like I, I made the joke earlier. You say the line like, "There's more than one way to skin a cat." When you first get the knife, he's like, "I prefer if you don't use that phrase again." Like it, <laughs> yes, it, it made I me laugh. Like, that expression. <laughs> it was great. Like I'm like, yeah, you would. <laughs> I like his little like uh, comments whenever you pick up a weapon. <laughs> like, when is a croquet mallet like a billy club? Whenever you need it to be. <laughs> <laughs> that that was great. Like I I didn't use the weapon very much, but it was cool. I played around with um with the different ones. Uh with the uh with the uh with the uh mallet, the you didn't use that cuz I I feel like I was using that one a bunch uh, 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 uh compared to anything else. Like the cards to me were like useless. Oh, what what difficulty were you on? Easy. Okay, I I used the cards up until I got the ice staff. I used the cards for probably a good half of the game. Really? I was very annoyed just, by the I, cards. Yeah, I I would switch back and them. forth between them. Yeah, it, that I, was my I, main go-to weapon for a a large part of this game. Even when I got the ice staff, I still used the cards. I I used the cards a bit, but I didn't like how quickly they um they drained your sanity. Oh, we should say yeah, this yeah. game has health and sanity, and sanity is kind of like your mana. It's like your, or maybe mana. I don't know. I just took it to mean or, sand, or sand will. Sanity. I think it's will, right? Is it will? That's like your. Yeah, animal, I though. think it's. Yeah. But it all just, yeah, it's just yeah. sanity, mana, Santa. It's all the same. <laughs> your Santa. That's your Santa. Um, um and yeah, every it, it, weapon uses. Uh, aside from your knife, all like special weapons use up your Santa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and <yeah. laughs> at well, different not amounts. Not the croquet mallet, unless you so the, you 
Well, every weapon has like a special effect too, where if you right click, yeah. at least you're playing on PC, everything can do something special. Like she'll throw the knife, which is useless. The card, she'll oh, like, no, throw the knife, all the cards. Bro, I use that constantly. Yeah. I missed and then had to wait every time. That was like my main weapon. I would say when I ran out of willpower, Santa, then I would then I would switch to the knife and just throw it real quick while I was waiting for it to load up because every enemy drops health in this game and willpower, yeah. which is really weird. But it's just I loved it. it made you can find like little willpower, like bot nodules fucking everywhere. Like every <laughs> single room has some willpower in it. So you never are really in a place where you're out of Santa and like worried you can Until maybe later on you can get beat up fast though if you're playing stupid oh yeah, yeah you can get killed yeah. I, like i played oh, on easy absolutely. i can't imagine playing this game on like nightmare <laughs> oh no yeah um did yeah, anyone did else find the what's that sorry go ahead no i was gonna say did anybody else find the blunderbuss like did y'all did yeah. y'all play around with that i found it because yeah. that i mean because kinda... i used it one time and it and it like all of the santa was just instantly done I'm like oh well this is yeah, this this was very dumb, and then it got put away, and I never used it again. The I only used time it I really one used time. it was uh, at the yeah, end against the coin. Yeah. Yep, I shot oh. her, switched, and that was the end of that. Yeah, yep. <laughs> it's just like I was like, well, that's like pointless. <laughs> it's useless. Right? I mean, my favorite weapon was the ice wand that you get midway through, where you can like freeze enemies. But if you hold yeah, down too uh, long, she'll freeze them, and then nothing will happen. So I would just freeze it. It would use about maybe three, um, two thirds of my bar, and then I would just wait, get more, and then just keep. And I loved it. Yeah, it was, that was the weirdest part of the game too. Probably is that little ice cave oh, where you God, get that. that. Yeah, that was annoying. Like I was like, why? Like this game has everything. It has lava levels. It has a fucking clock tower. For God's sake, I felt like I was playing Castlevania. Oh yeah, it was kind of fun. I didn't like it. It was kind of fun. Um, you have you have the ice level where you slip sliding away, and I was getting irritated. You have underwater levels that aren't aren't horrible, actually. Yeah, I would agree yeah. with that. Yeah, I mean the last like third of the game is a water level. <laughs> there's so much. There's a lot of water levels in this. I was not expecting so many, and I wasn't expecting them to play as well as they did. Oh, there's an air meter that you don't you can't see. Until you get the turtle shell, which somehow lets you breathe underwater. No, kind of. There's still there's still an air meter. What is it? The turtle shell just lets you breathe longer, I think, right? Yeah. You mm-hmm. if you don't swim in bubbles, you will eventually hear and if you hear again and again, then she then the health bar starts going down. Mm-hmm. I have a question. Turtles are amphibians, right? They are reptiles. Uh, they are reptiles? Okay. They are reptiles, yeah. This game kept saying they were reptiles, and I was like, I thought turtles were maybe some turtles are amphibians and no, no, nope. no, they no? they are amphibious reptiles, which yeah, okay. um, amphibious just means like they live in both water and 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 land. So a lot of people hear the word amphibious yeah. and they think that they're that they're amphibians, you know, ah, but no, like, I got the perfect guy amphibians are like reptiles or are, 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 are like salamanders, frogs, toads, thing, things like that. Yeah. And well, reptiles are, are like. Yeah, Turtles, reptiles are more like snakes, crocodiles. Yeah. To be an amphibian, exactly. you just have to like undergo a change, like specifically like tur- like frogs do. You have to have like a part metamorphosis. Is, yeah. 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 That's part of it. A uh, big part like of it that. is they um, is they r- respirate through their skin uh, as well as lungs. They uh, so so they have very sensitive, very porous uh, skin, and they're also, they're often covered in slime. Oh, whereas okay. as reptiles are covered in. Um, 
in scales and they breathe through lungs. So I think my cousin might be an amphibian. <laughs> oh, and for those that don't know, Cody works with animals for a living. So and who said that is right. I am a, smart. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, I live on a ranch with uh, uh there's two alligators uh that are about twenty yards from me right now. I can look out my window from where I am right now and they're and they're watching me podcast as we speak. <laughs> that would scare the shit out of me. Oh my God. I, we can actually oh, bring back our uh, our old C facts thing probably for this one episode. Oh, I have a cool great whale facts for you. Don't, like I was saving that for the very okay. end, but yes, nice. have, we'll do it at the end. Yeah, we'll the C fact for the first C-fax time in like thirty episodes. Yeah, <laughs> please hit us with all of those, please. <laughs> but um, <laughs> my favorite uh, weapons in the game were probably like the dice and the jacks because I I'm always a fan of any weapon that can turn on you. <laughs> oh, you yes. Use the dice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. The I, dice will just they spawn a demon that like attacks anything in the room. I, I used tried them that more later. Attack me. We were Dutch. well. Yeah, you gotta use them when you're alone. When you're not alone, mm-hmm. I hit the wrong button. I felt like uh, I feel comes like... out. They lack loyalty. They'll attack anything. Yeah, that was one of the. Oh, speaking of the Cheshire Cat, real quick. Um, I don't know if anyone noticed this, but his voice actor actually played Ghostface in Scream. Really? Yep. Same guy. Huh. Interesting. Huh. And Mojo Jojo. Apparently. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I'm such a bad horror fan. I'm like, oh, scream. Interesting. Mojo Jojo. <laughs> I don't even know what Mojo Jojo is. He's the fucking villain for the Powerpuff Girls, yo. The monkey. Oh. That's the only time that sense has ever been said. Yeah. Mojo Jojo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's great. I, don't, I, don't, I, I did use the jacks a few times. I didn't like how you have to wait a little bit, but if you hit them at the right spot and they just go bouncing all over the place, they mess people up. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I don't use them the they have like an attack and an alternate attack as well. I never use yeah. the alternate. Yeah, their primary is um. You also you get like a, a jack bomb later, which is I never use the toys. Like there's a little jack and in... when you said jack, you meant the the red jack, not jack in the box, right? Yeah, you get the jacks, which are like from okay. the jack. They're, they're from, from like the from game like jacks. the game where they the little cow traps. Yeah, 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 which I have oh, never. Yeah. I remember as a kid in the grocery store, you would see little like stupid little playsets and have the red rubber ball and the little plastic. Well, these kids are little plastic cull drops, and I'm like, this is what the hell is this? Like you bounce the ball and try to pick them up or something. You never played checks. I sound oh. like I'm 50 years old. You never played jacks. Play jacks. I, feel, <laughs> I didn't know that any anybody's played uh, jacks since what? Uh, since like Eisenhower was in office. <laughs> I think it was the last time anybody. Yep. I've played jacks, but I've grown up in some very... I, I've been to some very rural places where pretty much jacks you, and fishing uh, is still you, the only thing you could do. Oh, no. Oh, no. Fishing is, is a rad. Anybody that knows anything about me, I am absolutely... I will talk about fishing all damn day long. But, uh, but uh, oh, were you uh, uh, playing jacks, like, uh, just before you went to, like, the uh like box social or <laughs> yeah or, yeah, the, uh, or like waiting on, on the trolley to like take you down to the nickelodeon or something yeah it was right before uh my parents bought a wife for me that was <laughs> <laughs> that was when i was playing jacks everyone had the gold jacket except for you Stu. you wanted yeah. to get that gold jacket <laughs> yeah, but the jacks have like their primary attack is you throw them and they bounce all over the place. The secondary attack is you just chuck them as hard as you can at somebody. That would have been useful <laughs> a few times. Some of the boss fights were a just bitch. like real life. Yeah, just like real jacks. <laughs> yeah, you play jacks until you get annoyed and you throw the jacks at your cousin. <laughs> and he retaliates later, way over the top. <laughs> I'll say I, okay. I use the cards on like the beetle enemies because oh, they God, are those... high up. 
but no that was about right. it. Yeah. That whole part when you're when you shrink down, I did not enjoy being chunk. Like I did just not. I don't know. I didn't <laughs> like the platform. I didn't like the Beatles. I didn't like the part where you think you're Indiana Jones. You have to run from a boulder that like bounces and chases after you. Oh, I love uh, that. The boulder's so I was slow. Not a fan. Well, I made the, the mistake. Like, so slow. Like, oh, I got away from it. I'm going to save. So I saved. I loaded. Uh, there's a boulder right there. Boom. Ran me over. I'm like, fucking A. I <laughs> just keep hearing everyone say boner. boner like... You got to run that boner so slow. You got to get the hell out of there. <laughs> uh, I like that your, your main weapon is like a butcher knife a la like Halloween. <laughs> oh, yeah. It is a mess. I never used it very long, but yeah, it's a mess. I used yeah. it so much. It was my main weapon. I didn't like it. Oh, it was. I thought it was so easy to like. You'd see an enemy at far away, and I would just be like, "All right, I'm just gonna sit here and like chuck the blade at him three or four times and kill him, and not have to worry about it." Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, plus you yeah, run out of uh, Santa, and you just start panicking and like slashing like crazy. Yeah, that I watch my health go down real fast when that would happen when I get in a fray of battle. Yeah, fun. I don't, does the second game? Because I never, I've, I've, we didn't even say like our history with this, but I've never played this game. Uh, Me either. So I didn't know if like does the second game build off of the like blade mechanics at all? Uh, like, uh, and Santa mechanics. <laughs> I was just from, calling it Santa. <laughs> from what I remember, I think it mostly focuses on the extra weapons. I still think the blade isn't a big doesn't play a big role in it. If I remember okay. correctly, yeah, it might be on the show depending on how this episode does. It probably will be on the show because I want to play it now. Nice. <laughs> oh, I do too, actually. But that's another story. But as I was saying, like when you shrunk down, it's just like I did like the ants wearing Confederate jacket with like with um, muskets like that. That made me smile inside. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> was the ants led by the head Nazi ant? Oh, the centipede. Not even oh, the centipede. <laughs> but yeah, he has a well, he's not a Nazi. He has a German World War One helmet on. Yeah. He's sorry. He's a. So, he's a a Prussian general. Which I thought was cool because, I mean, I was thinking to myself, well, the Prussians would have been around at this time. I mean, it still would have been an empire or whatever the hell it was. I feel like ants were very big in games around this time and have since become less important, specifically ant lions. Like, it seems well, like... What in... year did Bug's Life come out? Bug's Life? And uh, ants? Were there, I don't think there were ant lions in a Bug's Life, though. I think it's like somebody in 19, like 1997 said the word ant lion and a bunch of game developers was like, that sounds awesome. Like ant lions okay. are in, uh, they're in Half-Life. Yeah. They're definitely in Half-Life 2. I don't remember. Are, are, are they in Half-Life 1? Uh, well? I think they're just in Half-Life so 2. Since, yeah, yeah I think they were in Half-Life 2. Yeah, they were in, um, <laughs> they, they basically show up in like Lost Planet, which I think yeah. was 2006. There's a the ant lions show up in a ton of games. Like ants were a main yeah. enemy type for years, and then I can't remember the last time I saw a giant ant in a game. <laughs> uh, yeah. Earth Defense Force yeah. probably has some. But that's uh, yeah, say. actually, I think they do. You might be right, but, but Earth Defense <laughs> Force—you cannot judge Earth Defense Force as like a normal game series. No, <laughs> that is a game that we will probably play at some point on this show, and that'll be the hardest game to talk about. <laughs> yeah, it will be. I don't know I how mean, we're gonna do it, but I love like, that when series. You're, that caterpillar fight irritated the hell out of me. Like one thing with the boss fights is they're all kind of the same. You're in a room with a big monster of some sort, or a really psycho lady that wants to eat you, which we'll talk about after. Uh, and you just run around, try to hurt the enemy. There's health that will randomly, well, that will keep respawning in different spots in the room. And most bosses will spawn little critters for you to kill to get more health. And they're okay. I mean, they weren't, most of them weren't too difficult. Like, they didn't bother me too much, but they felt like I was okay when I, I could have done without them. Uh, 
I think they add to the game a little bit. I little enjoy bit. them because they feel like mm-hmm. an old. It feels like a, a, a like old game. It feels like a yeah. game back mm-hmm. in the day. Where it's got that very strict formula of we're gonna fight all these enemies that look like the boss, and then we're gonna fight the boss and go to a new area with new kinds of enemies. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. Makes sense. And, uh, mm-hmm. Origami ants. That's what they were called. <laughs> <laughs> so they were uh, paper. Oh no, that's in the second game. That's in the second game. I put the wiki and I'm trying to find the fucking. <laughs> There's like a whole origami portion in the second game that I hate, actually. So. Oh, I was going to say that sounds awesome. <laughs> you played the second one then? Yep, I have. Okay. I think oh, I played I it to. twice. The uh, the caterpillar fight, is that when the rabbit gets fucking killed? <laughs> you get stepped on by the Mad Hatter. Yeah, we should mention the Mad yeah. Hatter for whatever reason is against you in this story. And he's yeah, under... what, what's the deal with that? So yeah, I don't know. And also, he's like, uh, when he showed up, I was like, oh, is that the Crooked Man? But the Crooked Man's from a different, that's from like a nursery rhyme. That's not from Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, I think he's supposed to represent like the head of the mental, mental institute that she's at. Like everything's representative of it. Like I know Tweedledee and Tweedledum, who are also boss fights, they mentioned they're, something about like molesting like, her and starving her. Yeah, they're like orderlies. Yeah, they're orderlies. Oh, so yeah, we're calling you out, Zack Snyder. <laughs> <laughs> that is a sucker punch, too, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Mind at first, I was like, "Oh, that's like," that I was like, "That's definitely the Crooked Man." And then I got sad because uh, uh, Wolf Among Us Two isn't out yet. But <laughs> oh. I was like, "Oh, like who is that guy?" And it took me a while. I was like, "Is that was that supposed to be the Mad Hatter?" He he sounded kind of crazy, but everyone sounds crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, do the like caterpillar, like the actual caterpillar from the first move from the movie. He's in here, but he's always smoking like hookah. It looks like. Yeah, well, that's what that's kind of what the caterpillar did in the book in the movie as well. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I think that actually was like one probably. of the reasons Alice in Wonderland hasn't been adapted is because the caterpillar smokes hookah, and I don't know if you could get away with that <laughs> in the movie now. No, but also it probably was opium yeah. in the eighteen hundreds. It was almost hookah. definitely opium. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a lot of because wasn't China like opium fields around this t- that time or they were the ones shipping it if I remember correctly well, oh yeah that's they were a whole history to get into. yeah China wasn't yeah, they were having like wars. until Britain got involved with China <laughs> so, yeah so yeah I mean opium dens were uh definitely a thing in Victorian London when this would have been written yeah that's a, okay that's what I was thinking was like, yeah, they were old, yeah they were all over the place there I want to say they started around the time of like Jack the Ripper, like somewhere around there. Oh yeah, right. That's that's like a Victorian era was you know mm-hmm. the eighteen sixties to like to the turn of the century. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, the and Jack the, the Ripper was yes, uh, yeah, yeah, around that same time. You know, through the eighteen eighties, and uh, Jack the Ripper would have, I believe, off the top of my head, been just before the turn of the twentieth century. So he, I think, Jack the Ripper was like eighteen nineties. So yeah, he was a little bit later. Sounds about right. Let's, or he might not have existed at all. Ooh. <laughs> For or, like the most famous been... serial killer of all time, he wasn't that bad. Or yeah, maybe he killed like four this. people. Like it's yeah. not. Yeah. Uh, or he might not have like been Holmes. a French. Oh, I, I, I just looked it up. He was from uh, 1888 to 1891. So yeah. Okay. So yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think and by there... today's standards, mm-hmm. he wouldn't even be considered a serial killer. <laughs> No, I mean he would he would barely make the news. Although yeah. very I- interesting theory is after he stopped killing there, he showed up in or uh, somebody showed up in 
New Orleans by the name of Jacques Saint uh, Germain, and uh, he started to of empirically uh, kill hookers in that yeah. in that uh, city. Yeah, no, he would no. like hang them upside down and, and 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 like drain blood out of it. So a theory is that Jack moved from there to New Orleans and just kept it going. And he might or might not have been a real vampire. But look that up <laughs> on your own time. That's a whole okay. long story. That's going to be the rest cool. of my night. I mean, I figured Jacques that he probably man. left. I mean, because when, when someone is like that and they're killing, they don't just stop. Like you, that, that thrill doesn't go away for them. Well, usually keep... it depends on the kind of killer. There's actually a thing. <laughs> We're just going to talk about serial killers. But yeah, yeah. There's, there's a thing <laughs> with some serial killers where they like they go silent for like two decades and they won't kill anybody for like 20 or 30 years. And they'll come back and they'll kill like four or five more people. Well, I want to say at one point, didn't the Zodiac just stop and he hasn't killed again, supposedly? Supposedly, yeah. yeah. Supposedly. But, you know, wouldn't it wouldn't it be funny if, like, one of those guys just, like, slipped on a banana peel and just, like, uh, uh, broke their neck and that's the only reason that they stopped doing it? <laughs> yeah, that's a good knew. point. That's, that's almost <laughs> definitely happened with somebody. Bad car accident. If, if we I turn think, uh... it into a, a true crime uh a podcast we are going to get so many more hits so yeah <laughs> i think it's time i i think it's time to like pivot and now it's like four four white guys <laughs> talking don't even about tease that because i will 100 percent. yeah i was gonna say <laughs> i was about to bring up the btk killer and be like that's why it took so long to catch him was because he took like 20 years in between killings it'd be crimes exactly. my mom found yeah crimes my mom found coming at <laughs> a million dollar podcast idea <laughs> i was like as a kid i don't know how but before i was like when i was like maybe 10 even before I was 10, somehow I learned about the BTK killer. And I'm going to say I was 12 <laughs> when he got caught. And I was like, holy shit, they caught BTK. And all my friends were like, what are you talking about? Like, He's the most famous serial killer ever. And they're like, we don't know who that is. And I was so annoyed that they didn't know who the serial killer was who finally got caught. I was like, come on, guys. I don't even know who that is. And I, and I follow this type of stuff. So Have I'm you watched surprised. Mindhunters? No. Okay. Oh, well, yeah. A... <laughs> well, speaking of uh, mine... Did you watch... <laughs> Uh, did yeah. you watch a uh, Dexter? Because that's because uh, that because that that was basically John Lithgow and Dexter. Sorry, okay. the dogs are barking. Uh, that got, was basically I John got, Lithgow was based on. It's the second to last season, so I finished the show. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> I I need to go back and finish the last two seasons, but I just I haven't yet. Well, I I have a question because I really don't remember the story to the second one if it clears the air on this. But was it alluding to the fact that Alice was the killer in this? That she started the fire or she did it on accident? I would. It starts near her. It feels like, but from what they they never say she started, but they do say that when you're in Wonderland, they say, "Isn't it strange how only your room was untouched while the rest of the house was burned and you didn't realize it, or something like that?" Right. Yeah. They kind of so imply it, that you woke up and knew about the fire and went back to sleep, but yeah, it leaves it pretty open ended. So, because mm -hmm. I, I, I know in the second one they do mention that like she has a sister and she also burned in the fire, but oh, it oh. adds more depth to the story or something. I can't remember. Hmm. We'll, we'll but, talk about it someday. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Well, one thing I do want to mention is like there's one boss fight. The first boss in this game I did not enjoy when you fight the Duchess who's trying to eat you. That was a weird boss fight because who the hell is the Duchess? I don't remember her from the book. I know she's I in there, but I don't either. Um, she is like, oh, God, who is the Duchess now? I want to say she was like one of the Queen's right hand people. Yeah. And then and in the game, she's like hiding from the Queen. Because she's like fears she's gonna kill her or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
I think. <laughs> uh, I, I have no idea. Let's um, see. I know yeah. in Alice in Wonderland, yeah, she had like she she like was big on pepper. She like used she had like a uh, pepper mill, but she also hated pepper. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Let's okay. see. She was like <laughs> yeah, so, she sneezed a lot in the book, and that's why when you beat her in this, she sneezes herself to death. Oh yeah, doesn't her head explode or something? Yeah, she sneezes and her head explodes. <laughs> this game loves exploding heads and things of that. So <laughs> that's like the main one that like that's like the only one that that connects directly to Alice in Wonderland though. All the other head explosions, it's like, why? Why did that happen? <laughs> oh yeah, this guy worked on Quake. That's right. <laughs> I mean, the game does have a very. I mean, it's in the same engine, but it also kind of feels very Quakey. As if Quake had only melee weapons, basically. Yeah, just like a third level but... design that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> oh, mean, my God. That level you... design at some point was like there was a point game? where I got lost and I was okay. just getting so annoyed. Yeah, I had to look up a few times because I just did not know what to do a couple times. But it, it's most of like what Stefan said to me before we before I was playing it. He's like, most of it's straight where well, he says straightforward. Most of it's straightforward. Like there are. It... Most of this game, you can just breeze through, play, kill things in front of you. And for the most part, figure out where to go. Yeah, I think that was the thing that one of the things that was criticized for actually when it was reviewed is that it was pretty strongly linear. There's like a couple parts, like the underwater segments where you, it's kind of like a maze, kind of. Yeah, I just say, fuck that, because once you get to that clock section, I got lost as hell. I got so confused <laughs> and I looked up a video and the the fucking video I watched, the guy got lost in the clock section, too. And I was like, great. <laughs> this doesn't help at all. <laughs> I was getting so annoyed. <laughs> I got a little lost in the clock section, too. I mean, that that was a freaky ass section, like where you really do a ton of platforming, jumping on moving platforms while you're moving that are raising up like it. I mean, it was a quick save. Yeah. It's not terrible, but it, it was it was kind of intense. Like it was I was like, OK, this this is impressive. Mm-hmm. I was, I'm surprised to hear that people thought it was really linear because this game has a lot of clever backtracking in it where you have to you get to like a dead end you have to turn around and suddenly the way is opened it like it's it the map has changed mm-hmm. there was one part that fucked me that tricked me and i thought my game was glitching just like last express on last week where you have to you go in a room and you have to shoot these clocks inside an insane asylum like hallway and i didn't oh. do that if you don't do that this door will not open i'm like what the fuck like i watch the video he goes right through the door and then i'm like Hmm. I went farther back. That's uh, that's also the area that's filled with, as I call them, the asshole spiders. <laughs> that fucking jump <laughs> down and poison terrible. you, and they're dicks, and I hate them. <laughs> yeah, those were the worst enemies in the game by far. Yeah, they they suck. We should also mention that in that segment, which I think is linked to the Mad Hatter in some way, because there are children that you do see that are like crazy, and their heads are shaved, and they got like bolts in them that are walking around and I think it's just obviously to represent that she's not the only kid in the asylum being treated. Yeah. I love what they did with the Mad Hatter though. I mean, we started talking about this earlier before we got the massive tangent, but uh, (laughs) I love that the Mad Hatter is like, like they took a very small thing about him in the books where he's like always late and they just made him obsessed with time, like (laughs) dangerously obsessed with time where he shows up to torture to very, like there's a very disturbing part where you come across a rabbit and a rat who are like being turned into automatons <laughs> and they're like oh the mad hatter will be here at six he always comes at six just to not give us our tea oh yeah because <laughs> i think in the book they're all like they're the ones that hang out with them at the tea time if i'm not mistaken 
Yeah, they yeah, they're yeah. his like his his guests. Mm-hmm. And if anyone who's seen the like original Disney film, you know, like that's his um oh god, what's the sign? It's like you're late, you're late, something, something. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's your unbirthday. It's my yeah, unbirthday. Yeah, yeah. Happy, too. happy unbirthday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just pulling up. It's like I'm late, I'm late. That's <laughs> what he says in the movie. Yeah, and he just takes off running. I like that. Yeah, there's a very tiny thing about him that that they just blow like they crank it all the way up to 11. And he's just he's so insane. And he might have been like my favorite character in the game. Mm hmm. Yeah, he's strange. Like I, the boss fight wasn't bad. But that was nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, I liked it. I didn't have a problem. With it. it was really just the Caterpillar kind of annoyed me and the Duchess annoyed me the most. And the Jab, well, the Jabberwocky was OK, but. The caterpillar was definitely the one that annoyed me the most because you have to wait for him to like rear up on his legs. Yeah, back up there, tiny right spot. Should say yeah, this like, caterpillar looks like a giant Nazi, Nazi. caterpillar. Well, yeah. German World War One. Yeah, pre yeah. Nazi version. <laughs> he didn't have any skulls with a uh, the the symbol Twachika behind it. So yeah, is the uh, the Weimar not the Weimar the the like cross that eventually became also Nazi symbology. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what can we like say? Not the dress like now, because they don't understand history. Well, there's one scene we have not talked about that when I got to, I got giddy, like I got literally happy. When you get to the chess world in this game, oh, uh, yeah. I oh, love chess. I'm I'm a big fan of chess. And when you get to fight chess pieces, and if and the and like you and they move like chess pieces, the bishop will only move on the squares diagonal that it can. And I was yeah. just smiling as I froze to death. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> I like how. You there's there's like puzzles in that part where you become a chess piece and you're only allowed to move in chess. Yeah, it was, I mean, mm-hmm. it does a bishop which moves to diagonally for those that don't know, and a knight who moves in forms of an L. Like that was really like I mean, and they don't explain it all. Like a knight is a very odd piece that if you don't know how it works, you're not going to understand. Yeah, you yeah. just have to know some basic yeah. chess rules, which was really cool. That that was a really cool section. Yeah, essentially they're like the red and white queen are at odds with each other so they're fighting in a war and the chess pieces they're either what for the white or for the red and i think doesn't one of them get beheaded or something yeah the queen gets beheaded yeah, yeah i didn't queen. see that <laughs> mm-hmm. you didn't see that <laughs> no i didn't see it till i saw a screenshot just now when i was looking at stuff while we're talking oh yeah it's uh yeah the queen gets beheaded and you have um you've, you're like you're supposed to take a pawn to revive her oh, that's right restore her yeah yeah which kind of makes sense in rules of chess, too. Oh, yeah, because you get a pawn all the way to the other side of the field, you get to restore one piece. Yeah, you can restore the specifically, usually the queen, so... Yeah, if you lost it already. Yeah, as soon as, they, as soon as they're like, here, take this pawn with you, I was like, well, the queen's fucking dying. Like, that's what that means. <laughs> God, I haven't played chess. I was actually part of a chess team back in middle school. I one year. suck at chess. I'm good at it, but it's been a long time. Here's the thing. I suck at chess. I've always wanted to learn Shogi, and Shogi is just more complicated chess. <sighs> well, I got nothing. Shogi <laughs> is like Japanese chess. Okay. It's almost almost the same kind of game, but with like slightly different rules. Well, slightly more intense thing, rules. <laughs> more one thing vetting. I do want to touch on yeah. is they do a really good job of how different all the levels are like everything feels kind of unique in a way but also mm-hmm. it's fun like it i wasn't this game also doesn't overstay its welcome like, i know the guide said it takes like 11 hours to beat i i want to say this was much faster than that but it, it also mm-hmm. it, it 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 flowed so smoothly like i wasn't i was having fun i didn't want to stop playing i'm like yeah i can just keep playing this like this was this was a really good game i think it took yeah. me about nine hours but i got lost so 
just maybe say like eight and a half, eight. Yeah, I would say. I was that. also trying to. I I spent a lot of time trying to explore before realizing that exploring just gets you more sanity and will. And I was like, oh, I'm not really getting anything particularly new because of this. I'm finding some weapons, but nothing that I like. I would. Uh, this game would really serve from having more Easter eggs hidden in it. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. It's like the one thing that I felt like was missing. One thing I fucking love, though, about this game is every time you open that pause screen and it's like the the painting of Alice and the Insane Asylum. Mm-hmm. There's something about that where I was like, oh, yeah, they they don't want you to ever forget what's actually going on right now <laughs> where you are. <laughs> it's such a stark, creepy image of Alice, like eyes wide open on the bed with that little raggedy uh, rabbit doll. Well, in the yeah. intro, it just mentioned they just gave her the rabbit, mm-hmm. and that's what starts everything. Yeah, that's also the part where I was questioning if Wonderland was real or in her head. Because they say it's in her head, but when the fire first starts, the Wonderland characters are like, oh, we have to like do something. We have to save Alice. So I, I, think, I think it's just still representative of her sanity. But it's just her I mean, brain like uh, yeah. breaking Defending apart. Itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trying to... Like, I mean, spoilers for a game that isn't that old. Um, there's one game that I have played recently. So you got skip ahead two minutes. You don't want to be spoiled. The re- remains of Edith Finch. I'm going to a really quick part. Um, there's a scene in that game where you talk what? about a character. What remains of Edith Finch? Oh, Edith Finch. <laughs> Edith. Ah, fuck. Uh, there's a small part where it shows a guy who's doing a very mundane job and he starts to kind of create his own world. And I and that's oh, kind God, of what this felt like. Okay. I'm not going farther than that. But I mean, it kind of felt like the same idea where you know, to survive what she's going through and survive what happened, you create your own world to live inside because you can't live with what's really happening. I mean, which is, I think, you know, like that's, that's how I took out of this. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. a word for that where you like isolate parts of your mind and uh, like specifically repress them. There's like a specific uh, compartmentalization. Okay. That's it. Yeah. I want to say you kind of hit it on the head earlier though, Stu, because it is kind of like Silent Hill. Like when you're fighting the monsters, they're representative of something that's that you're suppressing in your head. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, that's what they all are in this game. Is just yeah. Uh, yeah. I liked I'd like that I never knew for sure. Like it seems like it's in her head, but just like Silent Hill, you could feasibly come away with this with different theories. Mm-hmm. which I, i'm always a fan oh, of when yeah. i mean like don't like don't do that for no reason <laughs> don't be like oh like mm-hmm. like don't do like an m night Shyamalan and be like oh well what if it didn't happen <laughs> well like mm-hmm. when when you craft something really well and you have like you actually have questions about the world itself i'm like oh that's that usually plays off as being really interesting to me mm-hmm. i agree they, they, they do a good job with that in this game like i you know coming into this game with no real previous history to it or knowledge and not really even remembering much Alice in Wonderland. Like, I was going to watch the movie before, but that didn't happen before this recorded. And it just, it grabs you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, I mean, it sucks yeah. you into this fucked up world that's very entertaining. It benefits from, um, I think the same thing that like Psychonauts benefits from, where it's a very strange, odd world, but because all the characters are so well-defined, and because the world, despite the world not making sense, all the characters make sense within it. It, mm-hmm. it just works really well. And I don't know. I, I was like really attached to everything, <laughs> all the characters yeah. and the world itself, everything going on. And they definitely like add another layer to it because every single time you're just getting used to a certain setting, you go somewhere else that's completely bizarre and different than the last place. So you're always yeah. experiencing something new 
to like wander around, which is really great. Yeah, yeah. when I started off, I was like, oh god, yeah. this is gonna be like this whole game is gonna be like this starting area, and then you start. What do you go right after you go to like the intro to Wonderland? Is that uh, the Fortress of Doors that you go to next? And I was like, oh yeah. shit, I this is gonna be completely was. different. I was more like, you, like you all, get shrunk for yeah, a while after shrunk. that, and I I just like all the I like that the doors. Every time I opened them, I wasn't sure what was going to be on the other side. <laughs> I was like, is this just going to be like... At some point, I thought that I had opened a door and somehow I had gone in a circle and not realized it. Yeah. Like, Wait, where the fuck am I? <laughs> uh, Humpty Dumpty is also in this. I felt like in one quick scene, he doesn't do anything, but he's there. It looks like Humpty Dumpty. Yeah, it is. I, I don't okay. I didn't even know why what he's doing. He's just sitting there. He doesn't he talk, doesn't to, talk you. to you. Yeah, he doesn't do anything. <laughs> I that tried to talk to him. I, hit, I think so. He's sitting on a wall and he looks all cracked up. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, that is. Oh, and also I got stuck in the part where you have to like there's an early part. You have to climb some ropes. I did not know how to climb. I'm like, what the hell do I do? And then I, thought, oh, I held yeah. down enter. And I'm like, oh, this makes sense. Oh, Humpty Dumpty is in uh, Through the Looking Glass. Oh, okay. yes. Um, yeah, I, I think that's uh, I don't think that's where it came from. But I think I think that was like he just used Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's the, the first ever crossover. <laughs> <laughs> do what you want i mean there's episode. some and then you have a part like near the end of the game they start talking about how you're trying to get an army together to fight the queen and you have this griffin <laughs> that you meet that's really weird like i didn't like, you fight this thing called a jabberwocky like mm-hmm. throughout the game you're collecting pieces to make well, the, the staff oh, jabberwock yeah it was yeah. was in the yeah yeah i was in the second one a lot of, okay. that's, i'm not pulling you up on it mainly i'm pulling a lot of people call it the jabberwocky but the oh, creature fine. is called the jabberwock well, in the Tim Burton movie, she calls it my baby Jabberwocky. Well, in the Tim Burton <laughs> movie, colors look like they threw up on the fucking screen. <laughs> Everyone's I've never seen and what's and what's weird is the uh, Jabberwock. Uh, it wasn't like blue, and it like barely danced. So I was really confused by that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's me. Like it didn't it, it it didn't wear a mask. There was there there was like no popping and locking. I didn't know what they were trying to do with it. It's <laughs> it's more like the Ridley of the Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> oh. <laughs> God, fucking, oh God. So, I, so I knew someone so was going to bring the up the Tim Burton movie, and I was just like waiting to be angry. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate that movie so much. They're both pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, it's really like the whole thing with the Jabberwock was just annoying me. Like when you fight him, think of it like you're kind of fighting a dragon and he blows fire at you. But when you get lit on fire in this game, she puts your hands up and screams and you can't do anything and it, it drains your health. And that that was annoying the hell out of me. And it's very hard to dodge. At least or I sucked at it at first. I'm not mm-hmm. sure which one. Yeah. Yeah, all the boss fights are like very concentrated in that you're you are in just a room with them, but there's always like two spots where health will continuous continuously regenerate, which is yeah. there's like there's no difficulty to them whatsoever, especially with quick save. I did like the line there because you, you're fighting the Jabberwock because you need his eye and you're like, he does have two of them, but I hear he's quite fond of them because you need his eye to finish the staff like that. That, that was another time when the Cheshire Cat made me laugh. Mm hmm. Of course, he's fond of his eye. He's not gonna want you to pull out his eye, like ghost face. <laughs> I, I like I like the whole Jabberwock staff building process where that was like, cool. Yeah, you pick it up and the Cheshire Cat is like, like altogether these pieces are invaluable, but <laughs> each individual piece is only worth the the corpse of a gnat. <laughs> oh yeah, 
there's a lot of really cool little lines that Cheshire Cat said throughout the game that just snarky that just happen here and there to kind of help you lead and help you know you're going the right direction at times too. Mm-hmm. So I, I enjoyed all that. Like I, I mean, even like the end part felt like I was ready for the game to end. You get near the end, there's a couple parts that felt like it was padding, but again, this was 2000, so it makes sense. And yeah. But it's just because I started. I do a podcast every week, as you guys might know, and it's very annoying to play a game every really? week someday. So I'm just like, get it over with, come on. But other than that, like when you get to the castle, the castle's cool. Like there's a maze part that irritated the hell out of me because you get to the end of this maze, you get to the door, and a little insane kid jumps on the switch, closes the gate, and runs away. Yeah, yeah. And I I was irritated. I, I want to say that the maze is complicated enough to just be. It's like good level design because it's complicated enough, but it's not com- too complicated to where you're like, I hate this. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't have a problem with it. I did. But then again, you like horror games. So, yeah, <laughs> you also beat Resident Evil 2 remake on Platinum. That, so you like you like um, suffering, apparently. Yeah, I That's- I honestly wouldn't. I would feel bad for anyone that played this on Nightmare, though. This game would be way oh, more intense than that. Good thing there's yeah. no Platinum. Are you talking about the uh, the maze that's the Hall of Mirrors, or the maze that's like inside the Clock and Turtles at the very end, near the end? Mm-hmm. Okay. The, like, the maze in the mirrors was annoying, but not terrible. It was it's the, it's the final maze where the enemies keep respawning because mm-hmm. you have to get somebody to step on a switch. But I found an insane kid that keeps ah! and then he ran and hit the switch for me so mm-hmm. I could leave. I I love that like Hall of Mirrors. That was I, that was like genuinely tense because. The enemies just bust out of the mirror silently and they can just be behind you. There were several moments in that where I was like, oh, my, like, I like, there were several moments in that where I legitimately jumped because all of a sudden a a Tomaton was just behind me, directly behind me, kicking my ass. Very Mm -hmm. annoying. Oh, I also played this entire game with headphones on. Yeah. Hey. We should, uh, we should mention that too, that American McGee obviously probably had to have gotten like really friendly with Tool or something because. If anyone remembers, <laughs> or it's not Tool, but uh, Nine Inch Nails. Tools. Nine Inch Nails, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Trent Reznor worked on, you know, Quake, and now one of the guys from Nine Inch Nails worked on this game, and all the instruments he used to make the music were kids' toys. Oh, really? Yeah. He so also used everything. a kids' choir yeah. I saw in the credits. Yeah, everything you hear is a kid's toy just playing That's really music. really cool. Oh. Yeah, he was oh. the drummer for That's Nine Inch Nails. It's mm-hmm. even creepier. So, I mean, I do also like it as one thing they do is they have you fight the card soldiers throughout the game, especially near the end when they're, and they're the same card soldiers, but they all are more powerful. Like they all shoot these projectiles that just like bomb the area. And I thought that was kind of cool how they found a way to improve on a character, on an enemy you're fighting, but still make it more unique as the game progress. Like I, I did enjoy that too. Mm-hmm. I was surprised by the amount of enemies. Every area. Had, I, I've said this so much on the show, but I like when you go to a new area and all the enemies are, are completely unique. And yes, every area you go to, you're fighting a completely different kind. Like some show up again at the end, but that's like when everybody is there. But for the most part, you when you go to like the pale realm and you're only fighting the knights and the rooks and everything. And then like <laughs> the uh, when you're when you're shrunken down, you're only fighting like bugs because you're so tiny that the bugs are your greatest threat. Yeah, yeah. that that was annoying though. But <laughs> there's yeah. a uh, I actually tested it when you because there's a part when you're shrunken down that you have to go on these rivers on leaves, <laughs> and I there was something like popping up that can kill you if you go in the water, and I was like, what is that? Like, what would they put there for that? And I jumped in, and it's literally just a bass fish. 
It's a yeah. giant <laughs> bass fish. <laughs> yeah, those things are fucking annoying. I'm like, Jesus Christ, that was scary. <laughs> yeah, yeah I no, a lot I, of times just chucking my knife into the water, like, I'm going to kill you, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm assuming Same way how I fish in real life. I just take a bunch of chef knives with me to the beach and just ch- chucking them in. <laughs> Throw them into the water, just ninja style. Yeah, sure no, you get what you get. <laughs> yeah, get your carp. <laughs> right, about all you're gonna get. Yeah, it's <laughs> out here. Yeah, okay. out here you play jacks and yeah, you, you catch a skate and you get bit when you try to take a fucking hook out of its mouth, <laughs> and then you punch it and you throw it back in the water and you give up on fishing. And there's a ton of snakes. You you. Like, where do you live that, that, that all this weird stuff is going on? I live in the swamps of Virginia. I actually live pretty close to oh. the swamp, so. <laughs> but, yeah, so I, a swamp rat. I'm, yeah. I'm from the swamps uh, near Lafayette, so we probably have a lot in common. Now. Huh. <laughs> I'm, like right, I'm like right in between the beach and the dismal swamp. And so it's like, yeah, I can go to the swamp and get killed by all the stupid animals out there. <laughs> or I can go to the beach <laughs> and get, get bit by a shark or fight a... Uh... By the way, for those who don't know, a skate is essentially a tiny stingray and they're assholes. <laughs> I didn't know what it was. Oh, so yeah. thank you. Yeah, I was confused. I think I've mentioned on this podcast before about uh, uh, just dealing with like all these horseshoe crabs, and you turn them over, and they look like fucking <laughs> aliens. Oh, they are monstrous yeah. when you turn <laughs> them upside. And kids pet them. They put them in like little like so so children can like touch them. <laughs> yeah. And if you pull them up by the tail, it's just entirely too many legs, and they have three eyes. <laughs> For yeah. Christ's sake, they have three eyeballs. I'm gonna hey, go ahead. They and are not that. of this planet. <laughs> they look like they would fit really well in this game. Oh yeah, yeah. Actually, that's a good point. Yeah. And they have they have ten pincers. That's not even a lie. They have ten claws. They don't have feet. Oh, yeah. They only have so, claws. No. Nope. Yeah, they look just... really. God, that is awful. Like I, I just look at like almost all yeah. the pictures are them. Other, you know, the front <laughs> side of them. Then you flip them over. Like, yeah, that is kind of freaky. Looking. I can't remember. It was a very, very early episode where this came up, where I just yeah. went on a huge rant about horseshoe crabs and how awful they are. <laughs> yeah, it was a while ago. I remember it though, but I don't remember what episode. It was back when Darius was still on because I remember he looked up and was like, "Jesus, <laughs> they bleed blue." I'm like, "Yeah, they're alien." <laughs> yeah, there's <laughs> nothing. Oh, yeah, first right about them. Yeah. Might have been the banjo episode. That was a long time. Okay, so as you're going through the castle, like I, I do like that they found a way to have you use the different weapons, and like even just fighting, like, and you end up seeing there's like one thing called battle royale or something where you see the ch- other people that you help throughout the game fighting the card people, like at least off to the side <sighs> or something. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool. How it shows like the people that you helped are coming together to help you fight the Mad Queen. Yeah, yeah. I like that. You're yeah. so. You feel like it feels like you're so unconcerned with that whole fight going on when you come across the Griffin and he's like, you free him. <laughs> he's like, I shall be your commander and I shall gather your forces for you, the people you've already helped and the people you'll help in the future. And you're like, whatever, I just kind of kill this queen lady. I mean, <laughs> even like getting getting to the throne room was kind of cool. Like, I mean, that's one of the parts that I felt was a little too long when you had to go through three different rooms, hit a switch, go back in the first room, hit another mm-hmm. switch, go back, hit the painting like that annoyed me like that felt like padding. I I think this is where they got really inspired by Doom, like he because all the walls are just flesh and bloods everywhere. Oh, yeah. and there's I'm lava. Yeah. yeah, it had that really bizarre uh, like puzzle in it, too, where you had the mirror and there are paintings on the wall. You had to use the mirror to see what, what room to go into and then yeah. go in that room and hit the painting of that character. Then it, if you do it wrong, it, re- it sends you back to the first room. But if you do it right, then you got to run back down, go in the room, switch the mirror, go the other one. It was kind of annoying. Yeah, it took Ooh. me a second to figure out what was going on. Mm-hmm. You know? 
And like getting to the queen fight, I thought was pretty cool. Like, isn't the queen like kind of dead or something on top of the throne at first, or like yes, some kind she, of weird? She looks all like withered and decayed. Yeah, and then when she, I want to say not to the second. Is it after you beat her the first time when she opens her mouth and opens her mouth again, and then you see it's Alice's face talking to you? Yeah, that so, was fucked up. So that first fight, though, did it remind anyone else of a boss fight in Resident Evil Four by any chance? It kind of did. It kind of does, <laughs> doesn't it? It feels Leon. like uh, I can't. Salazar. Not it's Sadler. Salazar. What's the um, other guy? Salazar. Yeah. I can't I can't remember point? how he talked. I would do no, it. No, no, no. You're talking about you're not talking about the kid. Um you're the talking about like yeah, the one that's like Mr. Kennedy. Yes, him. Yeah, that's yeah. Salazar. Yeah. 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 The and, he's knife and he's like, eh! <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> stupid that's, American. That's basically what the noise we, makes. Look it up, he's great. Why <laughs> haven't you guys put that game with the show? Because it's long. It's so long. <laughs> it's like yeah, twenty okay. hours long. It's not that long. It's so long. That, see, you don't think the game is long, but you haven't played in a while. Every time I play, I, I forget about a whole area that is in it. I played enough that long ago, actually, before we started the podcast. Every time I'm in it, I'm like, I either like I forget the caves or I forget how many different areas of the castle there are. You're in that castle for fucking ever. Yeah, it's longer. Okay, I'm looking it up right now because this is great radio. Okay, that didn't work. <laughs> um, so the queen fight was kind of interesting. Like I. I liked it when she like Resident when she shows her face. I mean, no, sixteen hours long for Resident Evil Four, so doable. Mm-hmm. And extras is twenty hours, yeah. so that means it's twenty. Yeah. And completionist is twenty nine, which means it'll take me and Stefan twenty nine. Yep. Because <laughs> like, right, I know for a fact we'll both be doing that fucking uh, target practice. Yeah, <laughs> I have completed it on professional though, so I might I could probably speed through it on easy. If I if we played it, I would absolutely get a save and use the. Uh, the uh typewriter oh yeah and the, <laughs> the ashley armor yeah oh that ashley oh, yeah. armor changes yeah. uh, well, so, now we, we have to put the show so we can talk about it damn it so yeah we're talking, right you're welcome we're talking about the queen like it does look it does if you have played resident Evil 4 it's like a it's a giant like tentacle sticking out with a creature with her body on it and she's hitting you with tentacles there's pillars to hide behind but i i liked it i didn't have a problem with the fight i just used the jabberwocky staff and just hurt her that way Mm-hmm. But it's a stri- it's very it's very odd, and that's when you that's when after you beat her, she opens up her mouth, and you see your face and realize the queen is you or something like you're the one creating this whole illusion in your own brain type of thing, or creating this nightmare. I should say not illusion. She yeah, yeah. she is like the part of your brain that you have compartmentalized and is like your your other half, quote unquote. Which I thought was cool. I I thought it was really cool when I I don't know if anybody else made this connection. Stefan probably did. Um. When like I saw that she had tentacles because throughout the game you keep seeing tentacles everywhere in right. Wonderland, like sticking out of walls and like, yeah. like going up trees and shit. And I saw that she had tentacles. I was like, oh, she's like like directly tied to everything in Wonderland. Yeah, this is this is one of those times where you don't trust the fungus. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just the queen is basically Plant Forty Two. Um, is what I'm saying. <laughs> it's it's yeah. that second fight I could have done without. Like that again felt like more padding. I mean, it was simple. Like she jumps into a giant demon form type thing, and you would jump it's, around platforms in a circle. Yeah, it's like it's like a monstrous head, and inside of it is like the Mad Hatter's head, and inside his mouth is Alice. Okay, yeah. that's what it was. Yeah, and outside yeah. in the monstrous body, it's just like these like morbid obese boobs and tentacles <laughs> with like a crown on top of it. So it yeah. just looks wrong in all the right ways. 
it's a great all the enemies in this are like have great designs to them and I really want to play the, the 2011 game to see how they're all updated. Oh, man. <laughs> all, the entire time playing this, I was like, I would love for like a 2020 game to come out with modern graphics and just see what they could do with some of these these character models. Yeah. Spook- Spooktober is only six months away. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> you have uh, 10 months, American McGee. Make a game. <laughs> well, I'm on now. Now. if play. i'm not if i'm not mistaken i actually think he did already propose and he is making a prequel to this game called asylum oh cool yeah um, yeah how does ea feel about that i don't know <laughs> probably not uh, well yeah it looks like he's crowdfunding it so they probably aren't happy <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> or they're uh, pulling we... a, um, was it? I, I don't want to throw any company under the bus, but didn't like Sony like start a crowdfunded campaign for a game just to trick people into paying for it? But Sony was the one making the game. <laughs> yes, you're not wrong. I, I don't remember, remember what it was, but there wow. is something that that happened with. Yeah, that's nuts. That's crazy. Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember what game it was, but I remember it being like, what, like when it was revealed that Sony was the one backing the game, but it was like, well, you have like billions of fucking dollars. Why the hell are we paying for this? It was Dio all along. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm looking it up right now. Somebody will get that reference. <laughs> What's funny is I, I I know I would love... I'm sorry, this is an apology to the entire audience. I know I would love JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, because I've seen all the fucking memes and gifs and everything. Mm-hmm. And I know that season one was partially directed and animated by Satoshi Kon, my fav- one of my favorite directors of all time, if not my favorite. I just can't get into it. I try- I started watching season one, and I was just like, this is so slow. It's one oh. of the most bizarre shows ever. <laughs> it really is bizarre. we were talking about just now was apparently called Kuv, K-O-O-V. Blurs the line between learning and playing. Didn't make it very far. K-O-O-V? Yeah. At least that's what Google found, showed me when v I... or B? V, V as in V for Vendetta. Sure. I, I thought of something see, else, but I'm like, I don't want to say that. <laughs> see, you say that. Oh, I no. think I think it was Shenmue 3 was like the big one that they got in trouble for. I don't even know yeah. if they got in trouble. I think they just did it. And yeah, you're right. That that, that did come up, too, when I was searching things. All right. Um. So it was Alice. Like after you finish the final boss, Um. I didn't see this ending, but I saw it in screenshots as we've been talking. I've been looking things up. Apparently, she wakes up and ends up leaving the asylum after at the end of this game with mm-hmm. a rap. Which, yeah, which I didn't. I also didn't really trust at that point. Well, also, after you beat the queen, you see everything become more normal. Like the grass is green again. Every mm. does, nothing looks like we're coming out of a nightmare anymore. Which... It's the Majora's Mask ending. Okay. Yeah, it's oh, everything like turns good and all the characters are there. That reminds me um, two episodes ago or last episode we did last express. We couldn't remember other games with a time clock. Dead, a guy had messaged me, Adam Bradbury, a, a, a listener to the show. And he was like, dead rising Majora's mask. I'm like, how the fuck did we not think of Majora's mask? We yeah. played on the same show. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was well, like, Majora's mask is like, you can rewind back to the first day whenever you want. So I don't know if, I guess you could do that. in in last express tale, uh, Actually, yeah, I guess Majora's game. Mask is a really good comparison. I've got no Dead Rising is that. that has a clock that never stops. You cannot rewind that clock. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. If only you can do that game. in real life. Good examples. I can't argue Fuck with you. On that I just yeah. I wanted to mention that because he he said that. I'm like, wow, you are right. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck are we doing? I'm like, who we think of those games? Okay. Um, but like, yeah, you watch everything in the world become normal, and I thought that was really cool. Like, she's kind of like dealing with her trauma and starting to be better. 
Mm-hmm. Like I, I really like that as you see her brain healing from what happened, <laughs> and it, it, it really strike it really strike something with me. See, yeah, I didn't trust mm-hmm. it. I was like, you're probably not wrong. The game is so <laughs> it's such a happy ending where I was like, this is a trick. <laughs> it's well, just not. There's a sequel. I a sequel, later. so I guess yeah. It, it I won't was... say what happens, but basically. She does get well and she does get a job with the wayward youth in London, but it doesn't go as well as she planned is basically. Okay. Yeah. Mm. So it's right. you're kind of right in a way. Stan. Oh, okay. and for like there is a reason why this game is not really the first one isn't on PC, right? Like did, did EA have a falling out with American McGee or something? Anybody know? I think EA's had a falling out with everybody they've mm. ever worked with. Yeah. That's fair. Just ask no. this list of companies that no longer works with EA or is shut down by EA. <laughs> like, it, yeah. I know for when I was looking for it, I found out that it used to be downloadable when you bought the um, the second Alice game, Madness Returns, on, on Steam, uh, not Steam, on EA's yeah. Terrible Thing Origin. You could download the first one, and mm-hmm. at some point, they just got rid of it. Yeah, they delisted it. And I think you could still yeah. get it, though, with the PS3 copy. And you had that only on PS3 or 360 or the way that we're, I'm pretty sure all four of us played it. But mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, the legal if way. If you're interested in playing yeah. this game on PC, all I will say is Google. You'll figure out the rest. Not, I'm not helping you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will not say yeah. things on record like that, but I will say Google it. No. You'll figure it out. Anyway. It's it's uh, it's quite difficult to find this game. So I, as I've said in the past, if I am typically against piracy, but if a game company is making it like actively difficult to yeah, buy something, it's... they need to expect that to happen. The mm-hmm. easier you make something to buy, the more people that will actively choose to buy it I, over doing it. I bought else. this game on PS3 at GameStop. I bought a 360 copy years ago when it came out, so I didn't feel guilty. I'm like, I own, I just want to yeah. play on my PC because <laughs> mm-hmm. I like my PC better. So it guy, was just... That, that's all man, I, just I own this game back in 2000. So, again, it's just... The, I, I, I don't know where the... <laughs> The CD-ROMs are for it, but but I have paid for this game before. Yeah, there's really no excuse why there can't be a digital copy of this game to yeah, download right yeah, now and buy it. If there was yeah. a Steam or or like a GOG version, I would have, yeah. I would and there should be. There's, like, there's a GOG version and a, a mobile version of Last Express, a game that came out in 1997 and only I care about. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> there's a few more than you. I, when I posted it and there that one had a whole... A hundred downloads so far. People care about Left Express. Like, I was there were surprised. People like, I love that game. I was too. Yeah. I'm I was like surprised that there was right. a good following. But there but, are so many thirty-something mall goths running around right now who would who would uh, spend upwards of tens of dollars to to re-download this game. I mean, well, EA is just leaving money <laughs> on the table. For have tons of comments and memories to read about that. We're about to get into that. Um, Ooh la la! Question, um, All right. I have a question that Stefan might be able to answer. Do you know what the symbols on Alice's dress mean? Because I was I was thinking about her character design. I was looking up images of it. Uh, she's got that very like she's got the Alice in Wonderland dress, but just covered in blood. And she has two. I don't know if they're Greek symbols. I don't think they're Greek. They're not. I was told what they were when I played the game the first time, but I don't remember. They're not Hebrew. No, they're. There's, uh, I forget. There's some sort of symbolism. They represent something. I think I've it's, seen it before, but I can never remember what they mean. <laughs> I think it's more indicative of like, or closer to like tarot cards. It's okay. something having to do with that. Yeah. 
see if I can't find some information on it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, while you're looking that up, two things I want to say. One, if you're looking for a copy of this game on PC, just to kind of show how stupid it is, to buy it on eBay is $100 for a used copy now. Mm. Wow. I mean, yeah, wow. that's why Google. Just yeah, EA, make stuff yeah. easy to buy and people will buy it. Like, I paid mm-hmm. 20, bu- 20 or 25 oh. for a PS3 copy, and I got lucky. Like, now, especially with GameStop, Rest in peace, GameStop, is where it's headed. It's it's hard <laughs> to track down something like that. It's coming. Unfortunately, I won't be happy about it, but it's coming. I'm pretty sure. No, it'll definitely yeah. mm-hmm. uh, okay, one of the symbols means Magus or Magus or Magus, depending on how you say it. So she's a Chrono uh, Trigger fan, you're telling me. Yes. <laughs> and the other one symbolizes the devil, I think. Yeah, that's it. Yep. And then she has like the Omega symbol around her neck as well. Yeah. Right? So she's Which a Xenoverse like, fan, so, too. Like, so, like, the end of things or something. I don't know. Nobody got that yeah. reference, but some people... No, I like, did. That okay. <laughs> went right over my head. Omega is so... Uh, the term is so misunderstood. I love it. Xenoverse like, is I mean, old... tell me. I... <laughs> Who are like... I, like, just... It comes from, like, the like the Greek word and, like, biblically, where it's like, I am Alpha and Omega. And everyone's like, oh, Omega right. must be, like, the best ever. It's like, no, it's literally the last. It's just... It's okay, like putting so, a yeah, Z. that's what I thought. Like, at... at at the end, right? It's just the yeah. last letter. So, yeah. so I am Alpha and Omega is literally the same thing as saying I am the A and the Z. Yeah. <laughs> or the uh, snail, or what is it? The walrus and the uh, <laughs> the beetle song. The Eggman. I am <laughs> the, the Eggman. walrus. Yeah. Uh, Kuchub, is that what you're? Yeah. His name yes. is Robotnik. Get it right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> to move on to questions, comments, or memories. I don't know why I even say Quimits. questions anymore. There are never any questions. They're just yeah, comments yeah. and memories. <laughs> okay. First, I'm going to give a couple from the Overblooded group. I'm going to blow through a couple of these quickly. We got a I, we got a bunch from the Alice group that are pretty good. But I want to I want to mention some of these from Neil Hackle. It's such a great and bizarre game. The aesthetics alone make it worth a play. I agree. Mm-hmm. From Samantha Archuleta, I butchered it. Archuleta. Has a great soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. If she, uh, I can't pronounce names. That's part. Mike of has show. never said and... a single name right on this show. <laughs> he called Steph and Steven for like ten episodes. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I mean, I known and I known him for years at this point on online. And I, I thought it was oh, an inside joke. <laughs> nope. I just I, assumed it was a joke. I'm surprised it's not. You didn't call me Stephen for for so long. <laughs> uh, and from Zach Zek. How was the aiming and platforming while you played? When I played it, the reticle seemed super sensitive about aiming, and it seemed too easy to mess up jumps. I did have fun last time I played it, but have not beat it. I didn't have a problem with it. Yeah, it I'd was, say it's pretty uh, it tight. Was, it's a learning it curve. Was, it was, yeah, it was a little tricky for me, but I felt like I uh, that that I figured it out like within I don't know ten minutes. And yeah, like the. Yeah, yeah, like Al- you know. Alice actually jumping, you can see in front of her like these very like vague feet. So it shows you where oh, yeah, she's going to land. Footsteps, yeah. 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 It took me a little while to get the hang of that. But I mean, I, I didn't have a terrible time with it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't like it at first, but it didn't take too long. And I, I got the hang of it. Yeah. This one from Christopher Kovacs. And I only I think, played the um, second. Yes. Just to say, I think it comes down to like a big part of it is whether or not you played games like doom or quake back in the day because those games yeah. did have very sensitive aiming mechanics and that's kind of something that has like that wasn't changed until like halo where they're like oh we can add like <laughs> friction on our aiming and and slow it down and make it feel a lot more smooth whereas back in the day it was like you 
you hit left and you turn like 90 degrees left. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, uh, it, it's just something you got to get used to. Yeah, I don't know. it didn't take me too long. Like there were even the platforming does get pretty exact with the fact that I could quick save or at least my hit escape, save, hit escape, go back. Like it didn't it worked for me. So I wasn't angry. Now, if it wouldn't have had that, I would not be OK with it. But it <laughs> did. So and I called this a horror game and Julian Costa had replied said I never thought of it as a horror game. Just an edgier stylus Alice in a Wonderland game. Very 2000 using the Quake 3 engine. It was cool to use a different weapon. This is 100 percent a horror game. I mean, there's fucking uh, blood on the walls and uh, come on, guys. I think like, it has horror elements. Yeah. Yeah. There's aspects of horror in it, but I wouldn't say it's sitting there trying to scare you in any way. It yeah. scared me. It scared, it scared Stu, apparently, too. It's creepy. It's it's <laughs> uh, oh, would you call, like, Doom a horror game? Yeah. I, See, because I would think of Doom as, as, as more like an action game with horror themes to it, where which is what I would put this game with. It's so I mean, hard to, like, horror is not raw. is so yeah. broad. <laughs> Anything yeah. I consider anything horror that has this type of aesthetic. It doesn't like, have to be scary. Doesn't it? Just has to be very depressing, very bloody, very where you don't stuff like that. And I consider it horror. I think by uh, definition it is horror. But the problem with horror is that it's such a broad yeah. category. Where like like I'll oh, yeah. watch something like um, for instance like Scream is a horror movie, but Scream is also. Like I would, I personally, comedy I would argue Scream as well, is a comedy yeah. more than a horror mm-hmm. movie. For yeah. the, a lot, for like the later sequels of a lot of slasher movies, I think are more horror than or more comedy than horror. Or like yeah. uh, Return of the Living Dead, like that is That's a straight, straight up. up. Okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, that is that is a cheesy, campy yeah. comedy. Yeah. It's like a comedy, happens, but it's also horror with yeah. like with yeah. like naked punk, punk chicks uh, up on the gravestones and stuff yeah it's, yeah uh, but then all dancing also, again guys <laughs> all right and they have like um, on the hill house and to finish, is, like, genuinely unnerving okay to finish what i didn't say earlier from kovacs he said i'm only played a second through sadly i'm a fan despite some flaws definitely play this one i mean it messes me and i'll tell you how but i ain't saying it out here so <laughs> um and from buddy acker he said one of my favorite games i understand why like i completely can understand why mm-hmm and uh, yeah. I also posted this in the, in the Laser Time group. Unfortunately, I only got one comment, even though I said I had the Cajun Crippler with me. Only one person. Yeah, right. Get on it, Laser Time. Come at us. I know. I'm ready. Sometimes, I get, a, I sometimes <laughs> I get a lot of questions, but I got this from from Ross O'Brien. said, I never played it, but I always used to look over and be creeped out by the box art and description in the shop. Okay. That, which that. which I've actually heard that from a lot of people is, 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 is they looked at that box art for so long and so many people just seem to be like, enamored with it like even people that have never played it can picture that box art in their head from like walmart or mm-hmm. uh circuit really city cool or buy. something yeah <laughs> i love it box art. I, I was considering like, trying to find con- a poster of it yeah I mean, but like but like when you think of this game you can see that image in your head instantly of like her like holding the knife you know yeah it's great so I don't know if anyone remembers this, but back in the day at a place called Blockbuster, it's where you used to go and rent <laughs> movies. Um, it was a like, movie. Uh, I remember that. Yeah, you yeah. Would, you like, would. Uh, they would have these. Yeah, yeah. They would have these like posters there, but they were like made of wood, so it would be like uh-huh. the poster printed over the wood, and it would just be actual paint on it, and they would sell them for like twenty five bucks. Mm-hmm. And I actually grabbed one, and it was the cover of this game. Oh. <laughs> we had a friend oh, that worked at um, 
that worked at Regal and anyone who's ever had a friend that worked at a movie theater, you know that once they are done with the movie, they just kind of give away the poster to whoever's working there. It's one of the biggest benefits to working in a movie theater. So she would just I have like... several posters for that thing. And that very reason from back in back in the day, I Fury Road, all kinds of other stuff. In yeah, this I don't know room if they still do that. I, I feel like they right have stopped doing that, but they definitely should keep doing it if they if they aren't. Um, but yeah, I I had a friend who was like they'd give she'd give out the movie posters, but Everybody there would take like the best movie posters, and the only ones that I had to pick from would be like, "Do you want like this rom com that no one watched?" <laughs> <laughs> I think I oh oh, oh I you I got, didn't like, want to take friends poster somewhere and Dupree or yeah I could uh, hey, if you had if you had a serendipity I'd be all for that that's a great romantic I, comedy I could imagine you sitting there Stu and like movie. one of them's like a horrible rom com and the other one's like the third Resident Evil movie and you're just like I'll take this rom com one literally I'll take yeah, Sweet Home Alabama thank you very much <laughs> well, that was a good movie Serendipity's better though I think I uh, Serendipity but I just love Kate Beckinsale so I can't I, help it there was a year yeah, where it was well, like she's an actual director <laughs> yes <laughs> there was a year where it was like you can pick between like uh, I think it was I think it was 2013. It was like, okay, do you want like Man of Steel or 12 Years a Slave? And I was like, I don't really want either of those movie posters. <laughs> I think having <laughs> both, like having either one of those on my wall, would say two very different things about me. <laughs> yeah. All right, I got one more one question to read from a classic gaming Windows Windows group from Steve Young. He said, I remember buying this game back in the summer of 2005. Was a pain to get working on Win 2K Pro. I don't know what that is. And taught me how to use a compatibility <laughs> mode wizard built into modern version of Windows and how said OSES. I don't know what that is. And the Macromedia <laughs> safe disk copy protection don't get along very well. I have no idea what any of those things are. <laughs> but I'm not a PC those guy, are, so those are certainly some words. Yeah, that's a that's a it's an old sentence for Yeah, that that partly why I read it. It's a very <laughs> two thousand sentence. <laughs> well, for It'll those that don't right, know right right well next to Blockbuster video, I think. Yeah, I yeah. wasn't I never 2K, really played. Mike was Windows 2000. That's uh, that's all I would mean. <laughs> I didn't play a lot of PC games as a kid. Like one of my first, my first good PC. One of the things I did on my e machines back in like 2002 was put Super Nintendo ROMs on it. Like that was my big thing to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I remember that. And playing Sukuden. I played Sukuden 2 on a PS1 emulator and took me because I couldn't. I didn't want to buy a copy for a hundred dollars at the time. And then I could never get to work again after I played Sukuden 2. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of wish you didn't play any PS1 games, Mike. What you're making us play next week. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. <laughs> oh, you have no idea what you're in for yet. Oh, you deserve it. You guys both God. deserve it. Yeah, we do. Uh, I'll agree to that. <laughs> and now I'm in the Alice groups. Like, I'm not going to be able to read all these, unfortunately, because I got a bunch of comments, but I definitely got to read a few because there's some really good Sweet. memories that people had put here. Um, first one from Joe Landry said, I have way too much to say on how it's sh- it shame... Sh- shape my personality and imagination i would take hours to explain like this game probably means a lot to a lot of people and i didn't realize that yeah and, yeah i, I mean, mean just, yeah yeah just didn't uh from chelsea as i was saying lots and lots yes. of 30 year old mall gods yeah probably yeah yeah from chelsea the one thing I got to say is why are old games so difficult? I 100% agree. I hate, I love old games, but I love safe states. I, you will, I have never beat Mario 1, never will. Never beat <laughs> Mario 3, never will. Not legitimately, at least. Man, those are tough so, games. I've beaten both of them, yeah. and they're tough. <laughs> Mario 2 was a fucking bitch when I tried to go through it. I said, oh, I'm done. Safe states. Uh, this one from Cammy. we'll say Cammy F. Um, I was five years old when Alice came out. My father does shift work at our 
pulp mills, so many nights he's up late in sleep for the next night shift. Having anxiety disorder introduced induced insomnia, I would sneak downstairs to watch him. This was one of my first gaming memories. I fell in love. It's been almost 20 years and playing the game still excites me like it did as a child. Mm-hmm. I, a, I feel like people would talk about this game more if they could buy it. Honestly, yeah. I think that's yeah. what's holding it back from being talked about more. It's definitely holding it back. This is a, a series that I think like could come back really hard, especially now. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's just impossible to get your hands on it, yeah, which is really too bad. And this from this is a line, guys. We, we shouldn't be so hard on EA. They really need to focus on getting Anthem, a game that came out three years ago, to work right. <laughs> oh, no, a reason for that. But from Jason Drotsky, he just put in a line from the game. He says, "Alice, you've grown, mangy cat." And you picked up quite a bit of an attitude. That that's not one of the quotes I forgot about. Uh, so. We we didn't even mention that the uh, the Cheshire cat dies somehow. I think the queen kills him and his head yeah. explodes. Yeah. At the very end, you like uh, a spike falls and cuts his head off. Mm-hmm. So that, oh, that's a thing. holy shit! Sorry, I'm I'm looking up like images of Alice, and I've seen this fucking uh, uh, Martin J. Abel art for this game like a thousand times, and I never knew what game it was from. <laughs> I finally oh. put the pieces together. <laughs> oh, and this one cracked me up. Victor Cox, who's a who's an overbloody who I'm friends with, he commented on the ear in this in this Alice group, and he's like, just start to replay this too. My dad got it for me when it first came out and has fueled a lot of my love for Alice and Wonderland as a whole. So much so that I'm working on a full forearm sleeve based on McGee's Alice. And I'm just like, I just thought I love when wow. I run into people I know from oh, Overblood wow. and all the random Facebook groups I travel in to to spread the word of games my mom from. So <laughs> that's pretty cool, though. It was it cracked me up. I can't believe I uh, didn't know that. that play. I can't believe I didn't find this beforehand. The fucking Martin J. Abel uh, art. Yeah, he he does um, some comic books and things. People should look him up. He's a very good illustrator. OK, I'm oh, going to read a few more of these uh, from Kelly Jones. And I played them in the wrong order. I asked my dad to buy the original when I was a kid. But his reply was she's covered in blood. No, mine was. That's why I want it. Again, go with Cody said. Probably, you know. <laughs> yes, absolutely. It's one of the okay. few cases where usually if you see somebody like covered in blood, you're like, ah, this is probably like honestly probably fine for kids because it's just like an edgy cover. It's one of the ones where it's like she's covered in blood and also all the mental trauma. Psychologically. I want to read this person had to send it to me in Messenger because they didn't type it in there, but I want to read this from a Tanya. Said my boyfriend was very concerned about my Alice gameplay. He find me peering around the edge of a monitor trying to get a better view. I played for hours at a time. Anytime I had free time, he was sitting at his computer near me one night as I was making my way through a mushroom forest. I was completely in the game at this point. Alice ran down a hill and under a big mushroom, which promptly folded inwards and ate my Alice. I screamed like I'd been injured myself and flailed at the keyboard trying to free her. I took a ton of damage and finally freed Alice. When I looked over towards my boyfriend, he was purple from holding back his laughter. He still tells people about the one game I really got into. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was hilarious. Like we didn't talk about it, but I fucking hated those mushrooms so like, much. Don't steals. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they. Uh... And the sound Alice makes when she dies is terrifying. I don't know if oh, that bothered God. anybody. Yeah. 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 It sounds not... like yeah. <laughs> it's so strange like, because yeah. the rest of the game, all the sound design is like really gra- It's not grounded, but it makes sense within the game. It's grounded to the game world. Yeah. For whatever reason, Alice's screams are real screams. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I Which don't... Is, I mean, great yeah. by the VO artist, but yeah, it's just... That's fucking... It's, <laughs> yeah, it's chilling. It, it just left me with questions where I don't know if that was intentional or not. I don't know if they said, like, 
like scream like you mean it and it'll be the one thing in this game that isn't really like fantasy like that's that's a real fucking scream yeah i have yes three left to read and we'll wrap up this part from rowan gold i know i butchered this name when the game first came out i played it i played the demo on netscape because that was the only internet browser my mac would recognize for that website <laughs> wow it's talking about fucking old set. yeah i know that's why i had to read it then i finally found the game at the mall and was entertained and was entertained that this said disc two as there was no disc one i assumed the pc version had two discs i adored the little book of the psych psychologist notes psychologist notes that came with it and completely fell in love with the art got the soundtrack became obsessed with that too that's just funny plus the netscape <laughs> thing cracked me up because some people don't know what netscape is that's okay, okay you knew netscape but you didn't know windows 2000 <laughs> i i also knew god what the hell was the free one at the time well there were i remember some free one oh. i can't remember the name and it was terrible and then it was free and then it wasn't free anymore um net it wasn't uh, Netscape was Mozilla. Oh, God, I remember. I remember AOL. I had AOL when I was a kid. Yeah, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Netscape got bought by AOL eventually. <laughs> That's how it went under. <laughs> AOL's not even around anymore. Um, yeah, people still AOL... have AOL emails. I, every so often yeah. in my job, I'll ask people's emails, and I'll get an AOL email. I'm like, "Wow, you've had yeah. this a long time, haven't you?" AOL is still technically <laughs> around. Yeah, but They're nobody's by going to it anymore. Well, no, because they're owned by Verizon. All right. They got bought Second by Verizon. For, I still I remember this fact. They got bought by Verizon for $4 billion, which is insane because there was a point where AOL was probably worth like like upwards of like $50 billion. Is the <laughs> one you're thinking about, Mike, called CompuServe? Was that it? Oh, God. I can't CompuServe. remember. Oh, I thought it was like wow. zero or something. It was something free where they made you watch commercial before it would connect to the Internet. Hmm. I don't. I remember. can't remember. Rich would know. He's, he's been on this show because that's what he had. That's why I remember it. All right, that doesn't matter. Um, from Rachel Garza said, "I played it when it originally released in 2000. I still played at least yearly since then, and Madness Returns as well when that popped up. Even managed to win the Dark Horse fan art contest in a tie back right before the second game count in 2011. It was I mean, a, a lot prodigy, of people love this game. Hmm. I can't remember. Okay." <laughs> And last I'm gonna, thing, I'm just gonna be remembering all these terrible, <laughs> these terrible internet providers we all had. I'll, I'll try to fight. I'll, I'll actually, I'll text Rich after this because he won't respond right now. Um, like, from Maddie Rose, GeoCity. <laughs> no, wasn't that? Um, she said I was four when American McGee's Alice came out. I remember trying to watch, trying to watch Little Bear in the morning, and then it would switch to Nickelodeon at eight a.m. And all of a sudden, the Alice commercial would come out and fascinate me. <laughs> I really should not be on Nickelodeon. I remember going to preschool and talking to my friends about, did you see the scary Alice commercial on the TV? I also remember swearing to one of my friends in preschool that we would never play it because it's scary. 20, 20 years later, now I'm a cosplayer and moderator in this group. And if she does listen to it, that's a really cool cosplay, as I said before in your comment, too. Oh, wow. But I just I thought that was cool. went hard like, back this, in the day. A lot. Like, this game, really, like, as Cody said, I'll say it again, like, <laughs> it, it, it affected people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Although I'm gonna fucking say it, fucking nobody hit harder than Cartoon Network. We all thought Cartoon <laughs> Network was a joke when we were kids, but they, they do more creative shit than any other fucking channel. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Adventure Time would have never been able to air on any other channel. A show no, about I... how nothing matters and nihilism is great. And all right, I think we should move on to... we're all gonna die one day. <laughs> I think we should move on to Shelfer Bob. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. I'll go first. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it'll come up. Uh, this actually surprised me. When we first picked this, I 
I also was trying to get this off the show originally. I'm like, we can't play this. There's, I can't buy it on Steam. I can't buy it on Origin. I'm like, I we don't have PS3s. And Stefan's like, we can get it on PC. I have a copy. I'll send it to you. And finally, mm. I'm like, okay, we'll play the damn game. <laughs> and mm. I really got in. Like, I am so happy this was on the show that I was able to finally check off something that has been in my on my backlog on my list to play for well over a decade. I've been someday I'm going to play Alice. Someday I'm going to play Alice. I had the opportunity for a while because I bought. Madness Returns back when it maybe a couple years after it came out and I just never got around to it and probably never would have because I don't really play PC games until this show and I'm, I was just fascinated by it like it was it was not too long for the most part I enjoyed it it was so <laughs> weird and creepy why did you enjoy this game it wasn't too long <laughs> I, I hey what can I say I like short games I, I honestly do but that's called being an adult I think <laughs> so but uh, it was just, it was a really good game, and I'm so glad he picked it, and it's going on the shelf, and will I ever play it again? No, probably not. But I will definitely recommend it to people, and people that aren't on the internet, I will tell them where to find it. <laughs> well, so, I'm glad you, I picked a game you liked, Mike. <laughs> you did. How Are you ready to go next, uh, Stefan? Or not Stefan, yeah. what was it? Stefan? Stefan. 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 They're calling him Stefan. DJ Stefan. Stefan JD. Yes, DJ Nefutz. Uh, my real friends call me Robocop, though. Um, but uh, oh. <laughs> now, um, yeah, I love this game. I'm gonna call you Officer Murphy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah, I love this game. Um, not just because it introduced me to the concept of free porn, but um, <laughs> 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 but um, it's it's genuinely i think it respects the case of mental illness a lot like it's not trying to make fun of it in any way no it's being very nice and bold about it and it's kind of sticking it's a little bit darker but it's kind of sticking to the actual concept of even alice in wonderland so i think it's great for that reason um alice is not and this is going back to the year 2000 she's not over sexualized in any way She's uh, she in fact looks cute. She doesn't have like big boobs like Lara Croft around the time. She's just <laughs> she's a female led game where she doesn't have to look sexy. So I appreciate that about her as well. And um, the art That's style. Nice. Oh, my she's God. Famous. I would love this game just for the art style alone. So that it's going on my shelf, basically. But yeah, I, I would recommend to everybody like Mike said, Google's your friend. Play this game. <laughs> I want to say a word, but I just I'm not willing to. So I did tell somebody and as a joke to our buddy, Emmanuel, who's been on the show, I was talking to his friend and we both agreed this game be too scary for him. (laughs) (laughs) If he listens to this, he's not going to appreciate that joke, but he knows it. So, um, How about you, Cody? Absolutely. This game is uh, very, very, very good. (laughs) <laughs> no, but like uh not not yeah, I was I was kind of wanting to and let it. it drop there. But no, but no, this this game, um anybody that um knows sort of my preferences for video games knows that I am a very big fan of early polygons. So like PS1 era N64 all the way. Love, love that kind of style, which I know a lot of people hate because it looks still very chunky and clunky and it, and it just hasn't aged well. But this, to me, uh, going back and 
revisiting this for the first time in probably 18 years. Um, the, the, the art style on this has aged so much better than anything from that era. And I love that era. Um, so much, much like you were saying, the, the art style alone is, um, is, is, is worth the price of, uh, buying in, although not worth like $100, but the price <laughs> of Googling it. Maybe. Yes. Uh, but cool. yeah, um, so not only would I put this on the shelf, I, I'm actually uh, going to look for the poster of this because I would love to have this like hanging up in my office here because that just, I, I mean, just that box art is just gorgeous. It's awesome. I agree. I, mean, this, I, I love If it. you could, I like, this game needs to be available on Steam or EA for like 10 bucks and it'd be perfect. Like, that's mm, what Make it happen. happen. Yeah, make it Coast happen. It's just <laughs> sitting there. I don't, I don't need like a, like a, remaster or an up res or anything it looks great just the way it is mm -hmm. like which is, put it out just put it out just just the way it is make it to where it's easy to run on current windows and just I make mean, you money the copy i had i made it to run on windows just fine so it can't it's not just <laughs> i didn't have to do anything trickery like you do with if you're trying to no. run a man and conquer yeah, I, should right. do a, hey. yeah, I didn't game. really have any issue <laughs> Every game just needs like the Master Chief Collection treatment, where it's like, oh, put, they don't release it, it at all. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you're on PC, you're just fucked. But <laughs> fucking release the game already. I'm waiting. So, I want to play Halo. Dude, oh my god. Yeah. But, uh, so, so Halo is supposed to happen on the show. At some yeah, point. we'll see. But it might not be. <laughs> so, if Halo doesn't come out when we get to the episode, Stewart said we're gonna play Conquer's Bad Fur Day, his favorite game ever, instead. So I don't. I. <laughs> Uh, I'll quit. I'll quit the show. <laughs> I will quit the show. <laughs> the only way we're ever playing Conquerors is if we do a Patreon and we raise enough money to convince you to play it. Yeah, it's not. We're not even raising it like for charity or for the show. You have to directly give me the fucking money. <laughs> I'm not even gonna, like pretend. Like you have to pay me to play that game. I'm so forgiving. I fucking hate those games. <laughs> but yeah, so Stu, how about you? <laughs> I don't remember. I'm just angry now. <laughs> I know. Um, but no, I was gonna say it needs that like the Master Chief Collection treatment where it comes out and you can choose if you want like the upscaled graphics or the original graphics in there. Um, like one flick of a button. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like you can play Halo Two in the classic mode or play Halo Two upraised, and it just I think it looks fantastic. But it's fun to go back and play that old style too, where Master <laughs> Chief is made of exactly three squares. <laughs> <laughs> Personally, though, for this, I'm I'm absolutely throwing this game on my shelf. No surprise there. That's um. I told you. I, <laughs> I yeah. I, we have this ongoing joke now. If a game can, if a game is weird enough, it automatically goes on my shelf. <laughs> and this Not game is weird wrong. enough. It it's got a. Uh, uh, first of all, I, I love the like Alice in Wonderland story. I love when that shows up as like reference in movies and games and stuff. Like the first Resident Evil movie is based entirely in Resident and on um, Alice in Wonderland. And it's great. Main character's name is Alice because of Alice in Wonderland. Sequel's not so great, but the first movie, <laughs> solid movie. Great. How can you say the second movie is really good? The second movie is they, they, ha they do something really impressive where every subsequent movie is exactly 50% as good as the original movie. <laughs> it's like, it's I, like, uh, you could build like scientific models off their decline. Someday. I'm going to rewatch this and do it on the show with or it's without like the, you guys. I'm doing it. It's like the <laughs> Kiff, uh, the Kiff theorem, like formula where it's, it's a st slowly degrading. It, it's, you could measure, you could measure like the disorder of the universe. 
Based off that, I, I like shouldn't a, have did that. Um, Keep like a um, quality fractal where it where it just keeps bending in on yeah. itself infinitely. It's at pure exactly the same amounts. Like it's, it's pure entropy. It's great. <laughs> so you were saying about Alice. <laughs> um, yeah, I love Alice in Wonderland as a story. I love when that shows up, and I like when games can take something and and kind of turn it turn it on its head and do something really interesting with with a certain story. And this game, like it just it's it's fantastic. It does it has the Alice in Wonderland aspect in there. It plays around with it and turns it into like an actual good mental, like psychological game. Where I mean. Personally, like I said, I was asking questions throughout the whole game. I didn't know if it was actually in her head or if this was some like magic stuff going on. Or at the end, I was like, I I didn't feel I felt happy about the ending, but I also didn't trust it completely, Mm -hmm. which is a good thing. I think I I don't like ambiguity for ambiguity's sake. But if you have ambiguity because you don't trust the movie anymore, I think that tends to work out really well or the game. (laughs) Yeah, so. I had a lot okay. of fun playing this. I usually I hate platformers, not because <laughs> I think they're bad, but because I'm bad at them. But I didn't have too much trouble with this, maybe because I played so much Doom back in the day. I'm not gonna lie playing... to you. I I actually thought I, like up until you said you're putting it on yourself, I was like, he's he's gonna say something about the platforming. He's gonna yeah. hate this game. He's not he's <laughs> not gonna put it on the shelf. What <laughs> did we do in Banjo Tooie? The I fucking. Uh, I, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 you... I have always sucked at platformers. This game. It plays more like Quake than a typical platformer, so mm. I could I could do it. That's the only reason. That's true. It's in the right. Quake. If you look, if you set Mario in the Quake engine, I'd be a fucking pro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what were you gonna say, Cody? Oh, I was saying if y'all if y'all ever do Banjo Tooie, which I know that you're not, I would be one hundred percent there. For oh, it. feel free to take my I spot, have, please. <laughs> I'm a Banjo Tooie apologist and i always will be okay fun fact i'm gonna be sad. sick that weekend so <laughs> <laughs> i mean we only did kazooie because a dj who's unfortunately no longer on the show who picked it and i'm like okay we're probably gonna do Tui someday but then he left at episode 15 so we're just like yeah fuck that game we're never doing it i went yeah, to galaxy want, con in richmond and i was walking by <laughs> do you want the, the 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 hottest of takes that has ever been put on this show based on one of the older ones that y'all have done Sure. I love, I love Fallout One. Thank you. Okay. Oh wow. I had to, um, I had to defend that game to the death with everybody. I <laughs> well, absolutely. That's the only two of me and DJ, the two worst people to have, just only with you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. It was no Stefan was um Stefan. I can't remember the joke. Crucified that game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if, I, if I had made that episode, I would have been there defending it with Stu. I would carry that banner. <laughs> I had yeah, that, that whole before. episode. I was like, look, it's not for everybody, but <laughs> you should try it. I was like, I thought I was like in such a corner that episode. <laughs> but it also didn't help. We just played Golden Sun, then we played yeah. Fallout, which was yeah. not me knowing what the fuck I was doing with scheduling, right. and we we got. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's a, it's a rough lucky to show me. So glad you got got, any episode. Yeah, it you got want, dragged Cody. so hard. That was like what episode three or something, right? Uh, yeah. Six. Uh, it was six. Very Dude, early. It was really oh no, early. we did Ducktales, then we did Fallout. Yeah, Golden Sun, yeah. Ducktales, Fallout. <laughs> it's, it's episode three of us knowing what we were doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a bad. Well, we uh, we haven't done Fallout two yet. So if Cody, you want to come back? <laughs> yeah, no, I would love to. We, Tell you what, Mike. No, if we do, we can do Banjo uh, Tooie, but the I week, don't want to do Banjo Tooie. So. We, <laughs> sorry, we, can do, we can do Conquer's Bad Fur Day, but the week before we have to do Fallout Two. 
I will do Fallout 2 if you want to or something. Yeah, I, I would, would play it. And I would totally come back for Fallout 2. I know it, way too much lore about that. Mm, Tons of secrets. <laughs> the week before we'll do Fallout 2, the week after we'll do PT. <laughs> what is, what's PT? PT oh, is... Oh, we can't play it, though. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's no way you could play PT. Oh, okay. Yeah, I there's absolutely later. nothing that you could do. Yeah, right? I thought it was Okay. I, there are... <laughs> Supposedly, I, I have to look it up, but there are ways that people have saved it. Well, yeah, well, and if and if you just have a friend with it, you can still yeah. find it. Or tell you what, we'll play Outlast. We'll do Outlast. <laughs> <laughs> if I you can look. get through all look, of Outlast, I, I will play Conqueror's Bat for a day. And I, no, and I, not I was saying to Mike, I, I was saying to Mike like last year, if you really want to make the best use of me, get me on um either zoo tycoon or a oh, wow. like one of the uh one of the really bad uh, uh cabela's like hunting games uh oh they get my god everything yeah wrong, and I love shit. It. Dude, they're so much they are so funny um, <laughs> i thought it'd be funny to do an episode where we got one of those do you remember uh i don't know if it was cabela's exactly stories. but they had Some those the cabela like, games have like an action dark story to them i actually bought one for 360 and never got around to playing it but they do <laughs> I thought it'd be really funny yes. if you got one of those. The, do you guys remember those Buck Hunter like, yeah, two like D games that were the like you got the toy yes. gun? Yeah, <laughs> seriously, mm-hmm. thought about finding a way to like get everybody one of those for the show. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, <laughs> didn't one of those come out on the Wii? I want to say, and oh, they had a paraphernalia for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Parif- like, with peripheral, like peripheral. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm tired. Someone's been smoking a little too much there. Hmm. No, I'm tired. <laughs> Hunter paraphernalia. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It came out for the Wii, and they you had to put the the like Wii mote in the gun. Huh. Yeah, that was absolutely yeah. a thing. Yeah, he's not, he's not wrong. I sold them when I worked at Target. Yeah, it was the coolest peripheral ever, and they only used it for like Buck Hunter. It's like, how is this not in like yeah, a well, goddamn shooter? There's a really cool Link's crossbow training game that used the Wii Zapper and yeah. Umbrella Chronicle. I used oh, the Wii yeah. Zapper for. That's right. Yeah, but the Cabela's one had like it specifically had like a double barreled shotgun. Mm-hmm. It, was, it just it was so it was so over the top. Oh, <laughs> and before we introduce what we're playing next week, should, I think we should do a whale fact if we have someone yeah. that has a whale. Oh, yes. Yes. the game's on my shelf. Oh, by the yes, way, I don't think I ever oh, I did not. You did. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, well, just to wrap up, yeah, the game's great. The art style's great. The music's great. Just everything Stefan said, I agree with. <laughs> Yay. The art style is <laughs> so fantastic. Never happened before. You and Stefan agree? What? Yeah, it's so weird. weird. It's actually it's rare just... that all of us agree. Yeah, so. that is weird. That is that is pretty rare. Even if yeah, even if three people agree, usually some some one person is holding out. <laughs> me. Sometimes it's me. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sometimes everybody hates the game, and I'm the only one that's like, "Hey, it's going on my shelf." That's true. That's happened. Yeah, it's happened a number of times. I'm so forgiving. <laughs> so what were you... Hey, Cody, you were going to say whale fact? Yeah. Yes, whale facts. Or random oh. animal. Uh, you want to do... Oh, it? no, no, no. Specifically whale facts, because this okay. one is... Uh, oh, 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 do y'all, do y'all have, like, some, some like, lead up to we it? We used to. Whale, oh, whale, God, what uh, do we have here? Yeah, where's my fucking... You paper? son of oh. a beach. <laughs> I can't remember. It's been, a, still. it's been a it's long time. Up. Yeah, it was whale, 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 what do we have here... I'll I'll sh- I'll see you in shell, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> That's what it was. Lovely. Okay, Lovely. you're all good. So, do you know what the oh, largest? For all intents and purposes, that was the other one. <laughs> oh, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> for all intents and purposes, for all intents and purposes, I'll see you in. Well, I'll see you in shell, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> okay. 
Do you know what the largest land predator that has ever lived is? Like of all time. The, the, the largest, or no, 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 I'm sorry, just the largest predator that has ever lived on the face of the earth at, at, at any time. My gut is saying, oh, God. My gut is saying like a megalodon, but I know that's not correct. Bigger than a megalodon, bigger than a mosasaurus, the largest predator that has ever lived is Wait, a hold sperm on, hold on. whale. Okay. It's it's still with us. It's still out there right now. And there's it's a bunch there. of them. It's out there, like swimming around as as we podcast right now. Bigger than the megalodon, you know, they make movies about all of this. Sperm whales are still around and they are huge. They are massive. Okay. Um, they are the largest predator uh currently on on the earth and the largest uh um um, and the largest predator that has ever lived. Now, their diet uh, consists of the second largest predator currently on the Earth, which are giant and a colossal squid. Wow. So that is intense. Is the that's that's like polar bears only eating lions. That's that's <laughs> how crazy that is. Okay. Um, so there are about 350,000 sperm whales in the ocean right now, and they only eat these giant squids. Now, in order for a sperm whale to stay alive, uh, they have to, um, like, like those 350,000 whales have to eat about 250,000 squid every single day. Damn. So what's going to blow your mind is every like at any given moment in human history, like right, like, like, like right now, as we are speaking, uh, there are 175 underwater battles going on right now between Jesus. the largest predator and the second largest predator. And that's happening every single minute. That's metal so since this podcast started, <laughs> since this podcast started, there have been 21,000 sperm whales fighting giant squid that's fucking metal that is metal as fuck isn't it and it's insane and it's like just done by like simple math and like nobody talks about it and i always talk about i'm always thinking about this i'm like i wonder how many squid are fighting right now yeah i wish i could speak in images just like i have that like that nathan explosion picture it's just like brutal i don't know you're talking about Okay, that was cool. That was that was a good whale fact. We haven't had one in a long time. Whales. That actually kind of gave me chills, to be honest, Cody. Thank you. Electrifying. (laughs) Thank you very much. Well, the deep voice, I think, helped bring. (laughs) I was trying as well. I was trying to justify sort of like a ghost story. Yes, because a sperm (laughs) whale is the largest, but I think that like there's a jellyfish that's like the oh yeah longer. Yeah, 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 longer. But like, like longer lines, by lines, like lines it's like yeah. miles long. <laughs> yeah, and but they're but they're like a foot and a half wide. So it's not Yeah. <laughs> so I always wonder about that though, because they're a foot and a half wide, but some of them yeah. I think like the longest one ever discovered was like it was it was something ridiculous. It was like several miles mm-hmm. long. Oh yeah, like, they're they're insane. But uh but that's but that's usually figured by yeah, that's 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 just done by pure mass. Yeah. So it's you know heft, weight, length, all that you know just pure mass of 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 the animal itself. And jellyfish, I mean, it's kind of hard because they don't really think 
per I mean, they yeah. sort of think, but they don't really think. And they're made up of several different animals, which a lot of people don't know. Is there separate systems that make up just the jellyfish itself? So like man of wars, that, that little floaty part is one different animal, and then the tentacles or something else. Fascinating systems. But they're like um, fungi, so they're, like, they're the fungi of the ocean. <laughs> it, yeah. Perfect. So it's kind of hard to say, is that one type of animal? Because some folks say it is, or most folks say it is, but some folks say it isn't. And then if it's a predator, what's really doing the thinking to feed everything else? So that's kind of a tricky type of thing to figure out as well. Like, or, or is like a blue whale, a predator, even though it only opens its mouth and, and like krill just go in there. He's not really hunting krill. He just Mm -hmm. swims through his food, you know, even though the krill are, (laughs) little little tiny shrimp so a sperm whale is absolutely a predator because it 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 hunts things down it chases down down giant squids and just murders the fuck out of them hey actually (laughs) the last couple years we actually discovered that we have our own little jellyfish we have these sea nettle jellyfish (laughs) and someone discovered that like sea nettle jellyfish are all over but the ones of the chesapeake bay are like a distinct species they found out so there's no a chesapeake bay (laughs) sea nettle jellyfish that is all ours Nice. That's a nice little claim, claim to fame. Yeah. Now I don't know why, but this, this reminded me of that uh, South Park joke with the, the guy. He's like, I oh, see that whale over there. I'm going to go stick my thumb up its butthole. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I've, I've pretty much based my entire uh, career around that one sentence. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there are many pictures of me like up palpating cows with like where I'm up to my shoulder like in a butt. Uh, and may may I recommend to all the children listening to this podcast, here's a fun game for you that my cousin and I used to play. You go to the beach and you find those little jellyfish and you if you pick mm-hmm. them up by the top, they won't sting you, which means you can pick them up from the top and throw them at each other and give each other some nasty stings. And it's a fun game that will make you hate your family. Yes. All right. I think it's time to introduce what we're playing next week. Moon stings all over your body. <laughs> and because I'm an asshole, I picked Breaker Musashi that we're playing next week for PS1. Uh, any of that came through the mic. <laughs> uh, I, I, hopefully it did. <laughs> I'll say it again. We're playing Defensor Musashi for PlayStation 1. It's an action RPG that was made by Squaresoft and that I had played as a kid. I think I maybe beat it once, but I don't really remember. It was all it. I'm excited to go back. The most annoying characters ever voiced by anybody. Oh God, it's bad. <laughs> it it is that I bad. Every, <clears throat> and everything's a food pun. You're, you're trying to rescue princess buffet from the kingdom of all you can eat. And Butler oh, livers uh, is one of the characters. This might backfire <laughs> on you, Mike, because that just means I will be making Dragon Ball references the entire episode. So, no, no. <laughs> sounds like you didn't consider everything when you picked that. I game. did not <laughs> consider that. All right, and before we wrap up, Cody, do you have anything you want to plug real quick? Uh, yeah. If you want to find me uh, on almost anything uh, on social media, just search Cajun. Crippler, uh, which is all just one word, C-A-J-U-N-C-R-I-P-P-L-E-R. Whether that's on Twitter or Instagram, Instagram, um, I'm starting to try to pay attention to that. Um, Me and Shane Moss, uh, who does some stand-up, just uh, ran around the ranch recently and petted rhinos and stuff, so I got some cool pictures from that. Other than that, it's just pictures of me, uh, it's just, you know, just me going on various travels i go a lot of places i take uh pictures of a lot of 
animals, so check me out there. I am on Twitter, but uh, the most interesting thing I've done in the last year is I called uh, Riley Green out um, for being dumb. And if you don't know who Riley Green is, uh, then good for you. Don't bother I don't. looking him up. He had the worst country music song of last year. It's called I Wish Grandpa's Never Died. It It's just as bad as it sounds. Yeah, uh, so I called him out. Virginia Beach not too long ago, and uh, it's I learned oh, about him and I wanted it's to kill myself. Yeah, <laughs> Riley Green sucks. Uh, and he was racist during the Super Bowl, so I called him out for that, and then I got off of Twitter again. Um, so you can look at my stuff there, but I very rarely do anything. Uh, you can look for Cody LeBeau on YouTube. I'm going to be uh, starting up some more uh, stuff there. I'm building a computer that's better at capturing video, so as soon as I'm done with that, look out for me playing a bunch of N64 games and wrestling alligators on there. Uh, check out the Laser Time Facebook group. Uh, where I'm very active. Um, you, I, you I often say that you can always tell when I'm having a smoke or I am dropping a deuce because it's like 20 <laughs> memes just show up in five minutes. Uh, and you go, oh, well, Cody must be pooping. Uh, so oh, like the Area uh, 51. Check, check that out. Yeah, oh, Area 51 right, You just summer. wouldn't oh stop. I was like, this is hilarious. I literally, <laughs> I, I think I did 51 memes in one day just for that. And I'm like, all right, guys, this is the, the the 51st meme. I I I have to stop for the day. And then I did like another 51 of those. For those that don't know, it was during the time when they said they were going to raid Area 51. They can't oh. they can't shoot all of us uh, and all the memes that came out of that wonderful event that never happened. So I did, oh, it happened. And I was working. I was it working overtime. Just, no one charged like, them. That was crazy. A bunch yeah, of just no showed one. up and did yeah, they all they all they all just went up there and like got drunk. It was it was funny. Yeah. But yeah, but dude, I was oh, man, I'd I'd forgotten about that, but yeah, I was going solid with that with that bit. Um I also <laughs> moderated a group called one military dude time. with an assault rifle for everyone to go like, Yeah, we're fine over here. Like, yeah, we're fine. Yeah, we're fine. <laughs> Maybe they can't Oh, and then I also <laughs> and then I also uh Moderate a group called Fitness Time. Uh, look that up. Um, uh, it's not just about uh, working out. It's about lifestyle. Uh, it's a lot of. It's a very very positive group where uh, where uh, we try to lift e each other up, help uh, one another, and not only our fitness but our mental health journeys. Al also started that group uh, a little over three years ago, and um, that is I am more proud of that on Facebook than um, anything else. Uh, All right. So check. So check us out if you want to check that out. But otherwise, Cajun Crippler on Untapped or um, Insta or FarmersOnly.com. It's all. It's all. It's all the same thing. So mm -hmm. find me there. All right. And then I think <laughs> going to wrap up this episode for this week. Oh, someone I, has to, I have to edit this. Yes, I'm tempted to even say this because it has nothing to do with this fucking podcast or nothing yeah, to do with this. Do it. Do it. I just wanted to fuck it. I just wanted to ask, like, just to our fans, just I, everyone should know about this uh, who's a hockey fan. But holy shit, the best hockey game ever fucking happened this week. And it is it was insane. A 42 year old guy who stopped playing professional hockey in 2003 and got a kidney transplant in 2004 was called into a fucking hockey game as an emergency backup backup goalie. <laughs> I'm like. I've already bought like the fucking shirt they've put out for it, but holy shit! Like I saw a fucking. And he was a Zamboni driver. He was, he was a Zamboni. Driving the Zamboni. Driver. 
So if any of our fans don't like follow hockey, you should at least look up the David Aries A R Y E S story because holy shit! And it was on the 40th anniversary of the Miracle on Ice. Like a fucking a fucking Toronto Canadian hero was made this fucking weekend, and it was insane. It was wild. I didn't know the, you were a hockey fan, Stu. Oh, it was the craziest thing. I, we I, we were all like, we were playing a game, and some person mm-hmm. was in our Discord, and they were like, they're a massive hockey fan. They were talking about it, and they were talking about the game so much. They were like, holy shit, they're bringing in this guy. And we all stopped playing a game and opened up this fucking stream to watch the game. We're like, holy fucking shit. <laughs> this dude is 42, and he, oh, God, he fucking, he got like five saves. And like literally that night, he he came in for the Hurricanes in Toronto. He was in Toronto. He was like a Toronto maintenance guy. He had to come out and play for the Hurricanes as their emergency emergency backup player. And he was wearing a Toronto helmet. And won. And they fucking <laughs> won. And he got like five days and killed it. And the interview they did afterwards was great because he's so Canadian. He was like, "Yeah, just you know, I'm just happy to be out here. Eh? They, they 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 called me yeah, out to really? play some hockey, and I always like playing some hockey." <laughs> I think that wraps up this episode of Games My Mom Found. I want to thank everyone for listening. I want to give a quick shout out to our awesome intro and outro, courtesy of Bobby, aka Mike Stoney, from his EP Bite the Bullet song. It's a cool kid squad. You will see a link in the YouTube for his YouTube in the show notes. Also, please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We're at Games My Mom Found or at My Mom Found, something like that. I don't understand Twitter, but I constantly post images of the upcoming games, usually (laughs) when I'm not overworked. Um, so you can see things, kind of get an idea of what we're going to be talking about and maybe get you excited for the upcoming things that we're doing. Plus, we do a lot of comic episodes. We do a lot of movie episodes. To one of our listeners who's actually a co-host with me on my MCU thing I'm trying to do, Michael Hughes, didn't even know we did Double Dragon. I was like, how do you... I, I post this stuff everywhere. So, so mm-hmm. scroll through it. You might see something you didn't even know we did, and then we covered it. You, you get some laughs out of it. <laughs> also, we are... well. That's about what I want to. I don't want to say on on the air. Uh, so I want to thank everyone for listening, and we will see you guys next week. Bye, bye, bye everybody. Bye. Yeah. Watch hockey.